Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Don't understand, you're so good. You're 
DJ Philly Joy with Joy Told People. Hang on in there with me to get started for today. All right. Thank you. Thank you. 
This DJ Philly Joy on On Point Radio. Thank you for your support on tonight. Here we go. Back when I had a little, I thought that I needed a lot. A little was overrated, but a lot was a little too complicated. Zero didn't satisfy me, a million didn't make me happy. That's when I learned the lesson that it's all about your perception. Hey, are you a papa or a superstar? So you act, so you feel, so you are. It ain't about the size of your car, it's about the size of a place in your heart. It doesn't cost a thing to smile. You don't have to pay to laugh. You better thank God for that. There's hope. It doesn't cost a thing to smile. You don't have to pay to laugh. You better thank God for that. There's hope. In the back country of Brazil, I met a young brother that made me feel that. I could accomplish anything, you see, just like me. He wanted to think he had no windows and no doors. He lived a simple life and was extremely poor. On top of all of that, he had no eyesight. That didn't keep him from seeing the light, he said. Us like in the USA, and all I did was complain. Living here is paradise. You got me paradise in your mind. You know that there's hope. It doesn't cost a thing to smile. You don't have to pay to laugh. You better thank God for that. There's hope. It doesn't cost a thing to smile. You don't have to pay to laugh. You better thank God for that. There's hope. Every time I turn on the TV, somebody's acting crazy. There's hope. I'm taking back my power today. Gas prices, they just keep on rising. The government, they keep on lying. We gotta keep what's surviving. Keep living our truth and do the best we can do. Cause that's all. It doesn't cost a thing to smile. You don't have to pay to laugh. You better thank God for that.
right, this is DJ Philly Joy on Joy's Hope on Tuesday nights, you guys. I know you, some of you have called in already, but continue to call in and get your thoughts across for tonight's topic. We're talking about bullying. This is this is Stop the Bullying Month, but it's also Cancer Prevention Month. It's also um, Domestic Violence Month. But we're concentrating this week. We put the week out. Our CEO declared it would be Stop the bullying, anti-bullying campaign this week for On Point Radio. And we are adamant about people just knowing and owning up who you are as far as in the society and making sure that you are doing what you're supposed to do, you're supposed to do to do your part to hopefully create a peaceful environment in your home, um, your atmosphere as far as your coworkers are concerned, as far as your neighborhood is concerned. We're looking as far as people to just come out and see who they are on a regular basis and what they're doing to stop this bullying aspect that we're living in in this world today. So we have some great guests lined up for tomorrow night as well. We have one great guest on last night. We're talking about people that are, are putting in the work because they've been affected by this thing as well. So we got to definitely people get on board with this because we can learn how to get along better. And I believe that will help us to get to the next level. Right now, we're going to define what bullying is all about, talk about our topic. So this is where we're going to go with this. Why are you always bullying? Not that you are, but out here, if you think about different things that's going on in the world today as far as bullying, um, it could be if it show up as domestic violence. How about that? It could show up as, you know, on a date night, a uh, couple dating or whatever. It's like you, you never have an opinion. You can't talk. It's like you're just you, you're emotional. Wow, it's a whole lot of different ways we're going to come out, come at this. But tonight, whatever your thoughts are, your, your, your defined definition of bullying, I want you to bring it to the table tonight and let your, 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 your thoughts be heard on the air tonight, your experiences, um, your thoughts, and also your solutions towards the end. We're going to go into solution mode, but we'll just get, get the experiences out there right now and the thoughts and different things like that so we can come, come across what this is all about. So stop the bullying. October is National Bullying Prevention Month. We're going to get into um, why the government had to enact, enact these different things as far as the bullying. They're really serious about it. But you know what I thought about when I thought about this whole thing? I said the government is the biggest bully of them all. Well, think about it. What about at my job and how they initiate all these different legislations and things they say we have a part in, okay, elect these officials that they say we have a part in, but then they have the electoral vote, and they still kind of override still somehow what the people say, what the people want. Well, one, one aspect of that, I still say, I don't know how we got the president we got, but he's a bully, definitely the biggest bully of, of them all. But it shows up in other things. In other words, in racism, it shows up, as I said earlier, in domestic violence, but also as far as in child abuse and things like that. We've got to be mindful that this shows a raises here all kinds of ways. But... A lot of times the people that are doing the bullying have some deep-seated emotional things that may have happened to them, so they're acting out and putting that stuff on other people. Yes, because there's a self-reflection or there's a things that, you know, they could have been abused. They could have been that way. Or when they were growing up, their parents um, gave a lot of criticism. It just could have been that too much, <laughs> too much violent TV. I don't know, like different things. Like, I want y'all to come to the table with different things that you think about this topic. And I know that you guys are out there. I hear uh, some callers have come in already. And I do see you. Um, I do see you, um, Van Metals. I see you on the, the line. I appreciate that you're there. I'm going to get you in a little bit. 
uh, just getting the surface um, about the bullying aspect. And I did say that um, when you saw the post up, you saw like, a lot of kindness stuff on there. I went to the um, anti stop the stop the bullying dot um, gov website and got that picture off of there about can we show a little kindness? Can we just have, declare this month? The anti part or the part that we can go against is we can show more love and more kindness this month. And I love Stevie Wonder for that because um, there's a song that I hope to play for you guys um, about the world, what we need today. And you know that one song is, whew, we need more love. We definitely need more love in order to fight this. So the bullying aspect we talk about, the free your mind, your body, your soul, and your spirit today. From, your pressure, from the pressure of bullying, love yourself and love life. We got to get back on track because if we don't, and if we don't really realize it, it's an epidemic, and I believe it's an epidemic even more towards the people that are living in poverty, the people that are living in a congested atmosphere as far as not really realizing what's all out there in this beautiful world we live in, or just living with a traumatized, living in a traumatized like dream state and fulfilling things that that's being put out in the atmosphere or the airwaves. Some little suggestions. TV, movies, things in your eye gate, your ear gate, and we're acting out on those things that are coming into our atmosphere. That's what, what a part of the problem is as well. So I know that once we get back on track or get back to the, the root of, like, what's going on with us, we can definitely define and help out those that are there um, that have come to different ways and go, oh, wow. All right. So – I believe my, my callers or some of my callers, my guests are here. DJ Chill, I know you're you're helping me out tonight. I really appreciate you, brother, so much. And I'm hoping that uh, you see what I see. And I'm hoping that those that are there that want to speak already on the topic of bullying are out there and ready to bring forth that message. If they're not, I can keep on going. You push that start to, let's get the number out there, 605-562-0444. Okay? One four six two seven seven pound, one pound to listen in. I know I hear you out there. One pound to listen in, but star two to raise your hand to get your part into the conversation, and that way we can go ahead and get this moving. I can get you guys in, and hopefully get some good atmosphere going on here. We can get this thing dissected down to minimal and get some solutions about this bully and how we can love on each other better and make this a, this world a better place. All right. So I'm going to say welcome to my first caller. And thank you for calling in on tonight about this topic. And I know that you got something to say. I really appreciate you. And who can I say I'm speaking to? How are you? Welcome, joy. caller. I am great. Legendary. Hey, legendary. Legendary. What's happening? How are you tonight? I am great. I am great. I know you uh, put out the flyer about the show, and being that it was about uh, Stop the Bullying, I definitely wanted to call in because that's something we definitely advocate for in my state as well. And honestly, that is neutral ground. It's got nothing to do with race, color, creed, any of that. Like, we all know what it's like Mm. to feel bullying. And that's honestly one of the parts uh, that I was going to speak on tonight, first and foremost, because we have a lot going on in the world, and it's um, we yes. fight from the battleground of race from, I call it, there are two different wars. There's the color war, and then there's the battle of the sexes, of course. 
But this is really neutral territory, male, female, black, white. That really does not make a difference. We have all have felt the presence of being bullied. And just because someone doesn't, you know, just because they didn't physically put their hands on you doesn't mean they didn't hurt you. You know, there's verbal abuse and mental abuse and emotional abuse. And there are several reasons. I mean, because I know people with all the time for that very factor. You know, simply um, a praying on the weak kind of a thing. And as you mentioned earlier, there's trauma. Some do it just because they can. I'm bigger than you. Um, and there are those who take it out on others. A lot of people who become fighters, martial artists, and boxers, they used to be bullies. You know what I mean? And so I think part of the solution is, as you mentioned, kindness. But I think part of it is also accountability. Because I think one of the reason it, reasons it continues is that we give so much leniency as to why it happened. Oh, this, you know what I mean? There are those who have legit reasons, and there are those we just give reasons to. And You know what I mean? It's like medical marijuana. There are those who have reasons for it, and then those who, you know, now that it's legal, all of a sudden, well, I've got a problem and we could help, but that's just a a reason to smoke more marijuana. Do you honestly necessarily need this vice in your life? No, but since there's an avenue that's been created to need it, you take advantage of it. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I, I know what you mean. I'm, I'm listening to you. You got a lot of good points you're bringing up, brother. I really appreciate that. You know, because you did touch on what I said, that some people do things because they want to do it. They've been hurt. So they hurt hurt people, hurt people. So hurt I know people, that. Have you ever experienced, and I've really, experienced that yeah. myself. Wow. I okay. have. So you, um, mm-hmm. Not from the standpoint of being knocked down or picked on, but, you know, but even words can, you know, be used as weapons to bully. You know what I mean? You know oh, they, they say that saying because they're saying sticks and stones. Yeah, but words never hurt you. That's a big lie because words do hurt. Yeah, words Bob do hurt. Is, you know what? Mm-hmm. Words uh-huh. there are, and as a poet, I know we know this. Words have a lasting yes. impression. There are, you know, I can get knocked down and scrape my elbow and scrape my knee and all these other things. I should know. I do it quite often. It's part of the job. I can deal with that. But there are things that someone has said to me that hurt a lot worse. I would have rather you hit me. There were times where my late mother, you know, God rest her soul, not that she wasn't teaching me something important, but there were times where she was so good with the tongue, you would have rather got the belt. Can we just get the belt? You know what I mean? Like, it's that kind of thing. But what I've seen most isn't necessarily from my experience, but what I've observed, you know, I've seen people who, were bullied and were the bully. They've done both. You know, as a consequence of being bullied, they become the bully. You know what I mean? Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. not that they're vengeful spirits, but again, it's that trauma effect. You've been bullied, so now it's like, it's not that you want to make anyone pay. I don't want to say that. But now that's all you know. When you get treated a certain way long enough, that's how you act. That's all you know. It's like someone who fights. All they know is to fight. That is all... Muhammad Ali knew how to do was fight. You know what I mean? If you take him outside the ring, it's not that he didn't know anything else. He literally spent that his whole life. 
Rocky Balboa, fictional character, but that's all he knew how to do was fight. So he lived his life doing what he knows. So you have to turn that into a positive. What can you tell someone that has a lot of energy and wants to hurl their fist? Get them into something with constant physical contact, football, um, karate, basketball. Get them something where they're burning out that energy, but do it in a positive direction where there's different, you know, there's discipline, and they learn how to manifest that energy in a positive light, and nobody's getting hurt. I mean, people still get hurt in sports, but at least you're not intentionally trying to hurt people. But when you bully people, I think that's just a form of cowardice. It's not cool. It's not right. And if you know someone is being bullied, definitely speak up, you know. So you, yeah, we think about the different ways too. We don't, don't want to forget about cyberbullying because people do this sometimes on this mass media too that we're experiencing. If you don't say anything to my, won't say anything to my face, you shouldn't say it on face on um, social media. And be mindful that the same words you live by are the same words that will, will come back to you. That's what I have to be mindful of mm-hmm. every single day of my life. You know what I put out in the atmosphere. Cyberbullying is huge. Cyberbullying is especially yes, with, like you said, all of these platforms, social media, and these things. And you have a growing number of teens and young adults that commit suicide because mentally they are not strong enough to handle. And then with cyberbullying, you got a thousand people. Facebook is a platform where you can hold a thousand conversations at once. I can talk to you. I can talk to Van Meadows. I can talk to X, Y, and Z at one time. You don't know what's being yeah. said. Not only on your stat, but what others are talking about in a group chat, for example, or the memes can be hurtful. You know, and even me sometimes, I'll look at Facebook and get kind of depressed, like not necessarily from a bullying sense, but how come you can talk to this person and not talk to me? Social media has that effect, and it's taking a toll on our ability to interact face-to-face. Wow. So, wow. Like you said. Don't say on the internet what you want to say to my face. Don't say behind my back what you want to say to my face. If you want to say to my face and call me a bleepity bleep blank, which is still wrong, but I mm. didn't say that. But do you realize the impact social media has had? There are so many teens that we see on the news that have taken their own life or have harmed themselves simply because a post has gone out of control and an internet has gone out of control making these posts. So, Cyberbullying definitely does have huge effects. You know what I mean? So it's a really big issue to tackle, but it starts with the person. My mom always told me growing up, charity begins at home and spreads abroad. You can, I personally wouldn't attribute video games to it. I mean, you can, and it is, but ultimately it comes down to the active role. And I say that because we personally know I've played a ton of violent video games, Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat. They're as violent as you get. That did not give me the urge to go out here and hurt people. No, my dad wasn't around growing up. I didn't have, I had a father figure. I didn't have that in the house. But that was no excuse to go out here. Oh, my God, my dad wasn't around, so now I got the hurt. No, so that's what I mean. Mm -hmm. Self-accountability. Stop giving people excuses of why things aren't right. No, I didn't have dad yeah. around, but yeah. it is still on you to make the better choice. Dad not being around has nothing to do with you making the conscious decision to ball your fist and push somebody down or punch somebody 
or to slur your tongue and say hurtful things or to pick up whatever right. you know vice or weapon. That that's your conscious decision. So one of the big things we need to tackle is self accountability and stop using the um I mean parents not being around does have an effect. It does, but we gotta stop using that as a crutch with our kids. No dad is not around All but right. you are still responsible for your decisions All right. that you choose to make when you interact with people. All right. All right. Well, legendary. You know, I really appreciate. It. I got some other callers that are in on the line as well. And you mentioned uh, my buddy Van Metals. I think he's actually on the line too. Uh, I do see Mr. Boston and DSO, and I know that Gina Storm is on here as well. So we got we got a host of people that want to make their comments about this bullying because I think it's a big thing. And I believe you guys, as artists, I'm gonna put it out there. I want to share this. With, I was gonna have a show tonight called Dissecting the Mind of an Artist or the Poet, the Poets, because you guys are awesome with your writings. I just I really um, admire all of you. And I think that um, this right here can get your thoughts out, too, as well. And I appreciate that. I just want to hear what they, y'all got to say about this. And you, ta- you have a, a um, accountability in this area, too, because you got that voice and that writing ability out there to get your message out about this topic to the atmosphere, to people that will listen. The arts are a perfect platform. To, to a perfect platform. That's, that's, all, that's what I'm trying to say. You got me. <laughs> So let me get this next caller in here. Now, if you want to hang on, I'll get you back in. Maybe you might have something you want to see or she want to share, okay? All right? Sounds good. Thank you, brother. Right. I appreciate you. All right. Welcome to Wow On Point Radio, you guys. This is Joyce Hope. I am so full tonight because I know you guys have a lot to share. Um, welcome my next caller. I don't know which caller that um, puts yourself in there, but I appreciate you. Who can I say I'm speaking to on Joyce Hope tonight about this bullying situation? Hey, Philly Joy. This Welcome is uh, Van Meadows. Hi, Van. How are you doing tonight? I appreciate you. I think I appreciate you, brother. Thank you so much for calling in. Wow. Absolutely. It's and my you pleasure. got a little shout-out from Legendary. <laughs> Did you hear the shout-out yeah, from that's, Legendary that's, about that's, you? <laughs> absolutely. That's, that's my bro right there. That's my bro right there. Uh, I, can't wait for his, I can't wait for his book to come out. Right, right. <laughs> so I, your heart was filled with this topic. What do you got to say about this topic we're talking about tonight? I know you got a lot to say. Absolutely, man. This topic is uh, this topic is very dear to me because um, I grew up in the hood and I was the kid that was bullied. Um, wow. It wasn't because it wasn't because of uh, I was better than anybody else. It was primarily because of me being light skinned me staying to myself, me being smart, and not really causing any problems with anybody else. They just felt that I was an easy target to pick on. Um, you know, but little did I know that uh, several years later, after talking to those who bullied me, they were being bullied themselves by their parents at home. So their only outlet was to take out their frustrations on someone else who Uh, you know, I fought back, I fought back, but, you know, there were times where it was more than just one on me and, you know, you have to fend for yourself. So, um, fortunately for me, uh, I rose above that and I continued to persevere and, and, and not allowed it to deter me from being the person that I am today. Um, because it could have gone another way. I tragically hear about kids who have taken their own lives as a result of bullying um, it yeah. is happening every single day. Single. Um, I have I have children. Uh, my oldest son is 22. My youngest is seven. And 
you know, I'm worried about them every single day when they go to school. You know, I want to talk to them. I want them to make sure that they let me know that, you know, that everything is going okay. You know, is anyone picking on you? Uh, my 10-year-old, you know, he has experienced someone bullying on him because he was trying to be too nice. And I told him, I said, son, it's okay. You just have to defend yourself, but don't be a punching bag for someone else. Defend yourself. And if there's an issue with the school and the policies, then that's what you have a parent for. Um, right. I don't condole any type of, you know, violence amongst the children, but you do have to defend yourself and not be a punching that's bag right. for someone because they want to vent their frustrations out on you. No, not my kids. It's, it's not going to happen. Um, that's right. Because I've, I've seen what that did to me in my life, what that has done for me. It has it had made me um not talk to people you know cuz i couldn't trust right. anybody so i kept i kept things internal and and compartmentalized a whole lot of things um but i am a huge advocate for getting rid of bullying um we as adults we do it and we don't even realize it uh we talk uh, legendary talk about cyberbullying so true so true it happens um but we have to look beyond ourselves and really really get involved in our kids' lives and, and the lives of these kids who uh, maybe don't have a father figure in their home, uh, maybe they need a mentor, you know, please get involved. I mean, if you know someone who's being bullied, talk to them. Find out, you know, what you can do to help them. You know, because some of these kids, these kids who are the bullies, they really just need somebody to talk to. They need somebody that they can confide in because they're having issues themselves and they don't know how to talk about it. That's true. That's true. And, and um, you mentioned a very significant thing where people are being bullied. The ones you talk to and they got older, they were being bullied at home because it was, it's the saying that when it, with children live with, they usually act the same thing out. You know, children live what they learn. They live it out in their atmosphere. Absolutely. So, I mean, that's what, that's what we need. We need more love. We definitely need more love. We need more t- communication. You guys are, have the platform, so much platforms out here to really get this message out. And I just hope that all you guys just blow up to get messages out that are really about, you know, how we take better care of our people, take better care of ourselves, our health and things like that, how we love and build our families better. Like, it's a whole lot of messages that we need to get out here so we can just, you know, do Absolutely. better and be better. Yeah, do better and be better. Yeah, I totally so, agree. I mean, I really appreciate you calling in. Uh-huh. I really appreciate you calling Thanks in. You have else you want to share? Yes, I appreciate that. Yeah, you know. You called in tonight. And you... Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I do have a piece that I wrote um it's called Bullying Sucks. Okay. What will All right. Happen? You can share what it, ha- what- Thank you. What will happen today? My lunch thrown away? Kicked in the back? More verbal attack? No one listening to my cries? Waging an eternal war wondering why? Why should I continue to live? All the abuse and name-calling? I can't forgive. My feelings hurt, too. I would be better off in a zoo. Bullied every day trying to fit in, so I say, I say good morning like nothing happened. They see these bruises and eye blackened. Teachers only worry about the curriculum, making me feel like a piece of scum. No one would notice if I disappear without a trace. Mom and dad too busy to listen. My body can't handle no more. Listen, I'm crying out for help. Well, no one is listening. They turn the other cheek as I'm yielding to relive this world to relieve this world of my existence, no longer willing to greet, to give my presence. That's it, suicide. Take my life before I'm a victim of genocide. Bullying sucks, and I pray someone else gets help some other day. 
my time is up. My time is up. And that's that piece. Wow. That was deep. Because a lot of it does end with, like you just said, it does end with suicide. And it's so sad. We, sometimes you don't see all the signs. I actually had um, two nephews that committed suicide, not to get to change the subject, but that is definitely something that I felt as though we think they're mother, but, you know, you never know. It's a whole bunch of things for college and drugs and other things that help to accumulate that as well. So they were older, past 20s, so it was older. But it still hurts. It still hurts today, you know, to think that we couldn't reach them and touch them. So thank you, Van Meadows, for sharing um, your truth and sharing what you've been through, your experiences. And also um, giving us some solutions as well, how we can do that. And I just, I charge you to continue, you know, being that, in that forefront and sharing what you have to share to stop some of the things that's going on in this world, the black-on-black crime and other things that we deal with, the genocide and all the things that we deal with. So keep that voice being heard, brother. Absolutely. I appreciate you. All right. Well, I appreciate and you. And other callers as well. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you. All right. And I know that I have some other friends that are out there, um, some callers that have pushed. I know Say That says she's out there. She said she's just listening to them right now. She has a powerful testimony, too, some things that um, she could talk about. And I know that I said that Gina's out there. You guys, you know, call that number if you haven't called it as of yet. We're talking about bullying. This is National Prevention, Prevent Bully Month. Oh, my goodness. So many other things that are going on, too, as far as cancer and domestic abuse. But we, we're just talking about this for the week on On Point Radio about bullying because it's a, such a big issue with our children in school. And not only that, I thought about this too. Some people don't think of that, that you can be bullied by your boss. They call, maybe they call it harassment now. But that's still a form of bullying. You know, your boss is saying, I want you to do this or else or whatever they, however they talk to you. That's also a form of bullying. You know, you're being belittled. You're being put down. You're not being counted for your worth. And we have to hold ourselves up higher to a higher state of being and also think up for ourselves in a way that they are they are listening. You know, dip, diplomatic, get that second person to listen into the conversation as well. You know, in the mouth for two or three witnesses, the word that I talks about, every word shall be established. You got to be mindful because you need another ear, person to listen in. So I'm hoping that you guys can get in the conversation on tonight, and I hope that my DJ sees you. I have another caller just out there. I know that I have one. So you guys, um, this is DJ Fully Joy, and this is Joyce Hope. Call the number 605-562-0444, pounds, one pound to listen in, and star two to raise your hand. And welcome, caller. This is DJ Fully Joy again. Um, how are you tonight? The call. Are you there? All right. So if I don't have you in, it's okay. You guys can still start too. I still have, we still have time to get you in. We'll be another whole hour, so <laughs> I'll get you in. But thinking about um, bullying. I found a track that I want you guys to listen to. Hope you enjoy this. And it's um, by Kelly Rowland. This I'm talking about shaking them haters off because we all sometimes we have haters for whatever reason it may be. You know, your hair is pretty. You know, you got nice eyelashes. You got pretty skin. And girls, you know, especially sometimes sometimes girls can be really really petty about the things that are so it's just so superficial. And the world's atmosphere as far as reality programs. We had um, Jerry Springer out there back in the day, who baby daddy. It was a whole lot of stuff that was put in the atmosphere, guys. We got to fight to stay alive and fight to enjoy life, even the traumatization of our young people that live in their household. You heard my dear friend say that his friends told him later on as they grew up to be adults that they were being bullied at home, you know. So it happens. It happens everywhere with everything and every facet of life, things we're going through. 
So this is I'm gonna play this guy this for you guys the next caller star too. <laughs>
right, people. I love it. I love it. I love it. That was Shake Them Haters Off by Kelly Rowland. Um, that's the first time I really ever heard that. I heard it before. I turned it down a little bit. Put it down. I put it down today, and I really liked it. So I had to play it for you guys to see if you liked it. I hope it wasn't too, too loud, but I was really enjoying the background. You might catch me in the background doing a little bit of shaking, a little bit of dancing. I apologize, but I love my music. Love to play my music. So this is Dayfully Joy with a hot topic. I'm talking about bullying, and this is anti, whew, anti, we have an anti-bullying campaign, I guess you could call it, on On Point Radio. And call in, you guys, or push your hand up, star two, to raise your hand so I can get you guys in the conversation. I want to define uh, bullying real quick. I know you already know what that what it is, but sometimes we got to go to Webster to see what typically, what they mean, well, what we have defined it by. So bully is, is use superior strength or influence to intimidate someone, typically to force him or her to do what you want. Wow. Or one wants them to do. Persecute. They put other words, some of them in there. Persecute. Oppress. Um, Mm-mm-mm. browbeat, harass. I mentioned that before about sometimes your boss may harass you, intimidate that with strong arm or dominate. So some words like that you think about, and you don't always think about the hitting part. Sometimes you think about always somebody hitting somebody, but there's so much emotional abuse that goes on that we don't even think about that. Uh, even social abuse, and I'll say that this way, but that causes emotional pain because sometimes you have a group of friends, and those friends are are good for a minute, and then sometimes they change. They turn what I call term code or whatever. You find out really who they are, and then you don't really groove the same way because you like, wow, I gotta. They like, um, it's a saying, wolves in sheep clothing, and they don't, they don't have the same good intentions that you have for them, and that sometimes gets you turned off. So my experience, as far as my experience with uh, hating or haters. Could have been worse than what it was, but I think that growing up in a household with all boys in that respect, so they were all older than me. I was the youngest as a baby. But um, my hating experience came in when I called myself, I think I was only in the first grade, first or second grade, and as a girl down the street, but I called myself bullying her. I didn't have the, the best youth life at home. I did that when I was in the early, early ages, when I was eight. But um, I called myself bullying somebody else, and she was taller than me. Was I crazy? <laughs> that didn't last long, people, that I got. The hood, the hood of my coat pulled down over me. I think I stopped bullying for a while after that. <laughs> that didn't last long. I'm not making the fun of it, but sometimes kids think that they, you know, can do this kind of stuff, and it's like, you can't beat them. Why are we always going to fight each other? I don't understand that. But then I, the later on in my life, in like the ninth, eighth or ninth grade, I think it was like junior high school, before before high school, um, there was a group of girls that didn't like me how, for whatever, how I dress or whatever case may be, and they wanted to all intimidate me and gang up on me. So they were, they were friends. So that's what happened. I had my group of friends. I had the group of friends, and my group of friends better better than yours. I'm, I'm going to intimidate you, and that's what happened. And then, why do we do that? Well, I'm going to break that down to a point where do you love yourself? Do you like yourself? Have you found your identity, who you are as a person? Do you know your the things that you like as far as um, your creativity, things like that? Have you come out, you, you play the violin or the piano, like, is there a, is there nerd, are you a nerd? Like, people start classifying what group you belong to, and that's sometimes when bullying can also be activated as well. Like, my granddaughter says she's a nerd, but she's also smart, and she's also kind of cute, she's pretty. So the bottom line is, where do you fit in at with that? She's smart, you know, 
that got the people that are over here popular. We had back in the day fans like in ninth grade, you were the pop popular. You were the best dancer. Um, you were the most succeed. People begin to classify you in the different groups, you know. Even they classify you as a loser, if you was a loser, like if you didn't have no kind of potential to succeed. So this is one of the ways that bullying can also be activated and, you know, continue perpetuated through people's lives over and over and over again that may cause them to wind up getting out on drugs or those people that want to get to the Hollywood aspect and become famous and they put themselves out there so much that they sell their, they sell their soul, I'll say, to the devil, sell their soul to, to money. So, wow, we have a caller. I'm going to get you in, call. I'm talking about some stuff here. This is anti-bullying. This is anti-bullying week on On Point Radio. This is DJ Philly Joy. Welcome, caller. And I want to hear what you have to say. How you doing tonight? I'm fine, yourself. All right. This is my brother. Hi, brothers. Randy Rogers. Also, what? Keith Cadiz. Gina, Gina right there, too. Hey. That's right. <laughs> In the building. <laughs> How y'all doing? <laughs> I get two for the price I'm of one. I'm good. I'm good. Um, <laughs> right. I know um, Jenna was here, too. Um, She was here on the other line. I don't know if she is, if she's back yet or That's not. okay. Okay, now That's she's right. here. Yeah. All right. So we both know right. we call in together, but she's on another line. Uh, she's eight one five, so we're both here. Yeah. Okay, I see y'all. I see you out there. But I appreciate you guys calling in to share tonight your point of views on this bullying stuff. And Jenna says that's to, to the core. I heard her message. I was like, wow, come on and just share your truth and let me know what you're talking about experiences, the things you experienced tonight as well. You know, why, people, why, why do people bully? Why do people bully? What is your take on that? Why? You know, is it necessary? What is what's going on with their lives that they got to pick with somebody else and intimidate them and put them down? What do you say about that, brother? I think that, my sister. I think that a lot of a lot of people, it it kind of starts, you know, at home and the things that you experience around home or whatever. And then I think now the the heights that is reached now, a lot of stuff is happening because people can't take a, a old fashioned butt whooping anymore. You know, that's that's a big thing now. You know, and then it's like the whole concept of bullying has gotten so much larger now. You know, I mean, when you when you include the cyber bullying and and you know, there's the little things that the people do, even the thing, little things that make you uncomfortable. You yeah. know, it's just it gets to be too much. You know, it's been expanded because people who wouldn't have the heart to bully you physically, now they do it online. You know, and they pick what you want, and people make fun of you and. It's just, you know, I've seen it. I've been through it. And, you know, I kind of came up with a different mindset where, you know, don't say nothing to me that you can't you can't say face-to-face. And I guess the backwards thing is I was bullied, and then I bullied people when I was big enough to do it because it seemed like it made sense. You know, and, you know, you, you learn, you know, that's not the way to do things, so. You know, it's just, you know, there's a lot to it. And it's sad that it happens. And the fact that people are dying, you know, they're killing themselves over it. And, you know, shooting up schools over it is just it's too much. You, did you hear, were you on earlier when you heard um, um, Legendary say, sometimes I'm like, you got to, like, it's an upbringing. A lot of times we know it's an upbringing. But we can't make excuses because, like, we talk about this stuff all the time about people 
you have people that are in authority that are doing this to young people, so they grow up with that. But we're so traumatized by different things that go on in this world. And if I would say, if I wanted to really act out, it's a choice still, too, that they have to act out to other people. And I know sometimes really uh-huh. I know right from wrong, right from wrong, and I got to make that choice daily to do what's right. And that one time you make that choice to do what's wrong, where do you wind up? Either you wind up dead, you wind up in prison, you wind up, you know, in a car accident, whatever that choice may be, reaching for the phone, like get the wrong uh-huh. time and you're in a car. So choices every single day, keeping yourself sharp to make the choices that are right. So, I mean, it's it's really getting bad. And it's really getting bad. I agree. This this anti-bullying thing we're talking about, we ha- it needs to stop. The government to get involved is like, to me, I say, I make statements I said earlier about the government being the biggest bully, and I still believe that to this day. You know, I believe that. I'm not going to change my mind about that. Cause they allow a lot of stuff to go on, things that they have done they have an answer for to people. You know, with the, um, the mind experiments they did back in the 60s, 50s, whatever, giving people pills, their own agents, mm-hmm. giving stuff like that. That's bullying. That's bullying because you're using people. The Tuskegee Airmen, they gave the, you know, the placebo to and didn't give them the right drug to give it to their syphilis and things they went through. So it's a whole bunch of stuff. That's bullying. That's more, it's actually really worse than that because genocide, other things going on too, but it's still sad that these things are allowed to go on without anybody having to answer for them. No one yeah. for these things that they did. Yeah, so... I mean, well, when you this, think about it, but I heard... Um, I read a, um, a statistic, or somebody said recently that what you have to think about it is that every place that America goes to help, to fight, to defend, we never leave there. You know, we set up, we set up um, buildings, wow. there, we set up situations. We, we force people to to convert to basically our government schemes. You know, you, right. you go to places and you make them little Americas. And that's wow. that's a whole other ball game. I, I didn't get me started, but it's Don't yeah, get you started. It's bullying. <laughs> wow. So well, so Gina, what, she on with you, or you said she's on another line? I want to. Yeah, she's on eight one five. Okay, she didn't start. She didn't start too yet. Raise her hand yet? Okay. All right. Well, anything else you want to share about this particular topic? What more experiences or things you've been through that? You can really just help us to get a good grip, you know, get a good, good grip of what we need to do about well, the situation. I mean, well, with me, <coughs> excuse me, I went to school um, with a young man, a young man named Patrick, who um, I wrote, I wrote something similar about, you know, some of the stuff he went through. But um, he was in school. He's a quiet young man, and he didn't really bother anybody. But he didn't fit in. His thing was that he was he was light skinned. So the dark skinned blacks ain't like him, and the white wow. people didn't like him because, you know, he wasn't. So he didn't fit in with anybody. And then the, the fact that he was he was very you know highly educated and you know he used you know pronounced all his consonants and everything. Everybody just picked one to a point where, you know, he I think he was like a week and a half from graduating, and then one day we was walking to school and found him hanging from a tree. And, you know, he never left a note or anything. And the most hurtful thing of that whole situation was to sit in a room full of people who pretended that they paid attention and that they noticed. You know, all these people were like, he was such a close friend. And it all goes back to what I tell people. 
sometimes checking on somebody, sometimes speaking to that kid who's always by himself. You know, sometimes when you see people, you know, when you see people getting bullied and you just watching you laugh and recording, you're bullying. You're involved. That's right. That's right. You know, I agree. And a lot of people don't get that. Yeah, you're a compliment. You know, compliment. sometimes that, mm-hmm. yeah, that mm-hmm, sometimes just that one person saying something or standing up that makes a difference. That's all it takes sometimes. So they're scared they might be bullied you know, themselves. You know? They might uh-huh. be bullied themselves. They, you think they might be bullied themselves, though, you think? Yeah, I mean, sometimes it's... Yeah, I mean, a lot of people are scared. I've been in situations where, you know, I've been afraid of what's going to happen, but, you know, at some point, you you know, we've all been there in some capacity. So, you know, you just, you know, I guess maybe I'm just a different kind of person. Well, I'm like, you know, if, if we friends or if, you know, I've spoken up for people. And the thing is, it's all tied in. Like I've seen people, I've seen a guy beat a girl down in front of in, in front of my house before, and you know, when no. I told him like, you know, dude, you can't you can't hit her, and she told me, "Mom, I'm in effing business. That's her man." No, it no. happens that way sometimes. Yeah, you know, it happens that way sometimes. But that's just my character. That's who I am. You know, I'm not telling anybody put on your cape and jump out there and get you, get your butt whooped, but. The same way you can pick with that phone to record, you can pick with that phone to call somebody. Yeah, wow. even if you're not going to be involved, you can make a you can make a step. That's right, because you can definitely, you definitely can, you know, stop what's going on a little bit. What's going on? They've had a lot of that going though, where people are right there putting that video machine up. People get they saying have in serious fights. The girl, the girl that got beat up in the um the bathroom and hit her head on a. Okay. And she died. She got, you know, she, she had a, a, a weak heart, another ailment, you know, that was just going on. Wow. Well, thank you for definitely sharing. I think that my dear sister wants to get in the conversation, too. Your fiance wants to get in here. And she, <laughs> so I'm going to let her get in. I got a something in the background going on, people. Somebody, mute your phone for me. Mute your phone, guys. That make There you go. Thank you so much. And I want to say thank you to King's Cadence for coming in and sharing uh, his truth, sharing what happened to him, and also sharing um, about some of the people that he saw what happened to as far as the video and, and things like that. And talking about, whew, we got we got to do better, people. We got to do better. And um, that call that's out there, do that star two again. I think we're having a little thing. We're not, we're not seeing your, um, your phone if you're out there. This is DJ Fully Joy when Joy's Hope talking about bullying tonight. What is your talk? What is your thoughts about bullying? What is your experiences? What you've been through? You know, how have you come up out of it? You know, and how have you helped somebody else? Because he even helped somebody else as far as, but she told him to get mind his business. Why would you? Because you know, we get in those things. We think those abusive things are the norm. They're not the norm, people. This is not the norm life we should be living. You know, we all want a life that's peaceable. You know, we want love. We want joy. What companionship? We want it. We want it. In a true way, where it's not a lot of conflict and a lot of debate, and you know, we want that. But conversation is important. Communication is important. So, Mr. Boston, did you start too? I know you're out there too as well. I want to give you your platform to share your thoughts. You got that deep, connected mind out there, and I'm hoping that also that uh, I can get say that to come in and share her piece. 
um, as far as the things that she's been through and things that she's experienced through the bullying aspect too as well. But until you guys start and get yourself in here in this conversation, I love um, the music of uh, Stevie Wonder. I love Stevie Wonder. I love what he puts down because he was talking about a lot of things that we don't think about, um, the superstitions of this, of this world that we live in. I played that in the beginning part. I don't know if you guys were on there for that. Um, but I thought about him singing Love, 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 the Need of Love Today. I'm going to get that up for you all real quick and put that on because that's one of the songs that I do know that. Excuse me. Yes. I'm muted. Okay, thank you. I appreciate that. Call is more important. Okay. What's call. up, Legendary? All right. Caller, this is DJ Philly Joy. Welcome to Joy's Hope. Who am I going to speak to tonight? Hello, Who hello. Are you? This is Mr. Boss. Oh, my goodness. Hey, you got in. Hallelujah. How you doing, oh, brother? You How know, you doing? You know what? I'm what? doing I'm doing absolutely fine. You know, when you when you live in your inner peace, you know, you're always happy, you know. So that's what I do. Oh. I live in my inner <laughs> peace and I'm always happy. And I wanna shout out I want I really want to say I wanna shout out to the D S R family who came in and supported your show. And that's yes. a beautiful thing. I love it. I love it when my family comes in and supports, you know. It's not always that I can always support because I I have my own little business and it requires a lot of a lot of work and a lot of footwork and a lot of late night phone calls and daytime phone calls. But yeah, you have a very good topic going on here. You know, but first first and foremost, what we before I get into this topic, I, I wanna do this claim about bullying and then I want to explain some things, and then I'm going to be out of here. How about that? All right, my friend. You got it. You go ahead. Do your thing. I appreciate you. (laughs) Okay. This piece is called Words Hurt. You should know bullying hurts. It starts with one word. One word you blurt. Fat, ugly, worthless. These are the words they hear. Do you know your biggest fear? Day by day you torment them. It takes so long for their hearts to mend. All they ask for is one true friend, but you make them want their lives to end. Every day they wake up with regret. All they want to do is forget. Not just hitting and punching. It's the words you say. They hurt so much they want to fade away. This is when enough is enough. They're sick of playing strong, sick of playing tough but they know they can make it through. You may not have known, but they always knew. They put on a fake smile and pretend they're okay. They believe they can make it all the way. Of course your words still offend, but they have been pieced back together again. Someone leaves the crowd and lends them a hand. They learn that it's time to stand. Their smile is no longer fake. Now they have no reason to ache. You see, they ever needed was a friend, someone to stand by them when the bullying came again. Now they are free, the insults barely sting, don't you see? The bully is never wanted unless you wanted to leave. The person you bullied now has never need for long sleeves. Your work here is done, not that it should 
should have started. Now, who's the one who feels brokenhearted? Bullying gave you power that they refused to give. You can't help but wonder what if. What if they didn't go get so strong? What if they crumbled all alone? What don't think of if we could have been? What if they pulled the razor to the skin? What if you pushed them too far to where they tied a rope around their collar? What if they wrote down all the secrets that had to spill right before taking an overdose on pills? You don't know what could have been done. You were doing it all for fun. You think they're losers, but they're stronger than you. Have you seen what they've been through? With your words, you gave a black eye. They're leaving bully, so say goodbye. But one more thing before you go. Did you enjoy my little show? Remember, words can hurt more than the punch. Remember, believe me now, because that was just a hunch. And if you are neutral in situations of injustice, you have chosen the side of the oppressor. If an elephant has a foot on the tail of a mouse and you say that you, you are neutral, the mouse will not appreciate your neutrality, and that's the piece. Wow. That was deep. That was deep. Sorry about the music that came in. We needed a caller on the line, but you still got the platform to share about this bullying situation. Now, you have you ever been through okay. bullying? Now, say that again. Have you ever been through bullying or seen this with in the in the You know, let me let me let me let me say let me just say this. I left home when I was thirteen years old. And quickly, I learned the facts of the street. And for one, for sure, I never got bullied. I've seen a lot of people bullied. And a lot of times I stepped in on bullying. Because the reason why I stepped in on it, because that same person that's bullying that other person was soon to come to bully me. And it wasn't going to happen. wasn't going down like that. And what we need to understand that peer pressure and bullying, there's a very fine difference between those two terms. And it's necessary to know the difference of each one so you can deal with it differently. So peer pressure is when you are influenced by others to do something that you normally wouldn't do. And bullying is that repeated act of someone misusing their own power over someone to make them feel powerless. Understand what I'm saying? Hello? Yes. I, no, I, I'm trying to give you your platform. Yeah, I understand. I'm listening. I don't want to interrupt you, but yes, I do okay, understand okay, what you're saying. Okay, all right. Yes. So, mm-hmm. so let me just say this. It's, it's important to remember that bullying is an ongoing act, and no form of it is okay. It's important to let your children know that it's okay to say no. And if you want to do something, say no. You don't always have to be like you don't, and 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 it's it's worthwhile. To have friends that share those same beliefs with you, because peer pressure in many cases has really to do with self-confidence and 
children with high self-esteem are less likely to uh, bow to peer pressure. So we as parents have to teach our children that everyone is unique and special in their own way. And if they're being teased about how they look or act, let them also laugh with the bully. And as soon as the bully loses his power, they will stop because it's not fun anymore. Wow. That's all I got to say. No, all right. Well, I, do, I definitely want. I definitely thank you. But that you got to have them lose their power. That's your solution. I, I hear you. I, I got that, and I hope that everybody's on the line heard Absolutely. that too as well. You can't give the bully power, so you got to actually you got to fight for who you are. Fight for, fight for your rights. In these days, for every avenue you Absolutely. put yourself in, you got to fight because it's a constant fight. Absolutely. I still love your life. Absolutely. <laughs> Just still love your life. Absolutely. Anyways. I have. I have four. I have four children, and three of them, three of them are girls, and one of them are boys. And believe okay. me, don't even try mm-hmm. to approach them with that bully mess because you will meet your match at every climate Uh-oh. place, guaranteed. Uh oh. <laughs> I raised I raised three strong girls and one very strong young man. Believe me, it ain't happening. Wow. That's as a matter awesome. of fact. As a matter of fact, Joy. As a matter of fact, my son is the the assistant investigator of all child services in Los Angeles County, believe it or not. Say that. Wow. Wow. That's an awesome position. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. I know you must be a, yes, a, a, a I'm proud, so proud of you. You raise them. Yeah, you raise them well. You're very proud. Now, you have reason to be, you know, not to say that, but my children are very proud of my children, their accomplishments as well. So, we got to do what we do. We've had Absolutely. our problems, difficulties, and stuff like that. We got we came through, and we got to help now other other people to come through. So I'm, you know, I know Absolutely. you already challenged to, to get the word out about different things. You fight for people's rights through your your um platform as well on DSR. You back on this Saturday? I hear you back on. I seen you. You put a uh, post up. We're back, back on on this. the twentieth of October. So y'all come 20th, through okay. DSR seventy one point three Fire Eight Network. And we will serve you wholesomely and properly. All right now. All right now, brother. I appreciate you right. so much. Thank you for stopping through. I appreciate the, the, what oh, you yeah. have to say. Oh, yeah. You know what? I told you I was time. coming through to support you. Yeah, you I did. told you I was coming you through did. to support you. And I'm definitely going to try and come and support you as often as I can on your topics. I love the topics that you bring, and it's, and it's very Thank fruitful. You. For the listening audience to take and and take what is said here and try to apply it to your life and to your children's lives and see what the outcome is. We you're never going to know anything until you apply some of this information in your life. This is the key to a lot of things that goes on in the world. Applying yes. and see what works. You're never going to yes. know. What works for you until you walk out on the plank and fall in the water? Period. <laughs> Sink or swim. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to edit in. You said the plank. You <laughs> said the plank. Yeah. It is oh. what it is. You know, life is, a, oh. life is a ship. You know what I'm saying? You can get, you can get on to yeah. the ride, ride as long as you want, yeah. but that's all you're doing is riding until you go out, get off the boat and start swimming, that's when you find out what you can do and what you can't do and what what can work for you and what can't work for you. All right now. All right. (laughs) Simple. All right. Well, I love your family. 
Okay. Um, they're my family as well. They know me. They love me. I love them. They know that I'll support them as much as I can when I can. I'm there for them as well. And for you too, brother, I appreciate you. Don't forget, I'm going to have you guys on and a couple you know, weeks about that that mind of that poet. I'm serious. I'm serious about that. I'm going to blow your mind. Right. Okay? Yes, sir. All know. damn day. You already know. I <laughs> <laughs> already know. All right. On Point Radio, appreciate right. you. Thank you so much. All right, brother. And love I have y'all. my next caller on. Good night to y'all. Lo- love you too. Good night. Love you, too. Right. On Point Radio appreciates all the ones that came out with DSR tonight, but they're also my family as well. Let my brother know that. I love all my people that came out support tonight. And I have Gina on now. I know that 815 has been unmuted. 815. Gina, love you, sis. You out there for me? All right. So she might have got muted. Unmute yourself, Gina, if you muted your phone, if you were making noise. So, all right. So, She's not there. I have another selection I want to play for you guys. Um, I think, um, Mr. On Point, you want to get in on the conversation Wait a minute, tonight? I think, I think this is her. I, I'm muted. Yeah, yeah. I think All this right. is her. Absolutely. I love you. Hi, hi, sis. I love you. How you doing? Thank you, Mr. On I'm fine. Thank you for asking, and thank you for unmuting me, Mr. On Point, because I unmuted myself, but it still didn't work. <laughs> No, this is chill. How you doing, baby? This is chill. This this old point in the background, chilling. How you live? All right, all right, all right, Mr. Chill. Joy, I love the show. I love the format. I love the topic. I love all the poets who've come through to support, including my king, King Cadence, um, because this is a topic that a lot of people don't consider uh, when they're considering the month of October. And I have yeah. uh, breast cancer survivors in my family, and I'm not knocking their struggle, their fight for the survivors, yes. for those who are still fighting and those who have lost their battle. Um, I will champion that cause at another time on another show, on another network, possibly my own, as well as domestic violence. And domestic violence is also a way of bullying because you can be put in a position by a member of your household who is using their power to delete yours, to diminish you as a person, to break down your soul, your body, your mind, your spirit, and to use that leverage at an advantage for themselves to hold you hostage. So I um I'm here to wow, my Gina. voice. Well Gina, you know what? That was you put that so eloquently. I mean it just like I just it just not since chill to my whole body, but it's like it just hit home. You know, to, that that um, it, it's a reality for me. Yes, Ooh. ma'am. Absolutely, me absolutely. Too. It's I a reality. Like, yeah. When you have when you have survived domestic abuse, you I I have two views when it comes to domestic violence. I have been both a victim and an abuser. So I have wow. seen domestic violence from every standpoint. I have lived it, yeah. and it's been my reality. So I am an advocate against it even if it had to be against myself at the time because hurt people often wow. hurt people. Yes. And I was put in an awkward position and my and my strength was compromised. And it's in and your instinct as a human is to fight or flight. And I never ran from nobody or nothing. So Wow. Yeah. Well my sister, I love that you came with that you said you're very core about this book and you and you're sharing your truth on tonight. You know Absolutely so, I mean, absolutely. Why do, why is bullying so like it's still like we're not we're not getting the healing we need to get 
within. Oh, yeah. Um, it's, it's a thing that even though it's a national epidemic, a lot of times we as a community see certain problems as not ours. And we mm-hmm. as people, as blacks, we don't see that this is our issue because that's something, oh, that person was crazy. Or you got to be nuts to let somebody bully you. Or in the hood, it's called wow. the dozens. And they're just making a point by verbally assassinating you, your character, and your relatives on a daily and continuous basis. You're being bullied. Wow. It's not being called that because it's being justified, explained away, well, and accepted. Harassment, you know, we got other intimidation. So those all still fall into the category of bullying. You know, I read some synonyms, synonyms earlier about bullying. So they off into the, you know, the uh-huh. same category. And it's so sad that sure. when I heard my caller earlier, uh, my dear friend, you know, Van, so he said, was saying he was a victim of bullying mm-hmm. as well. And I hate that he said it's the light skin against the dark skin, brother and sister. We are still all brothers and sisters, but, you know, that I think still the TV and our family environment, I had a family that I used to babysit for. The husband was totally, I mean, he was, he was dark. He was black. He was dark. The, the, the wife was clear, beautiful red skin. They call him, you know, red bone or whatever. They had several children that, were, that looked like their mom and dad and some caramelized that came into the middle. But the point of it is they formed a union together and they loved each other, you know, regardless of their differences. And that's what we need to also try to formalize. Lots of our differences know how to love each oh, yeah. other. I said this. I said to say they had eight children, and I helped the babysit these children, and they were raised in a loving home. But when you go outside in the atmosphere, as far as the world, you gotta learn what haters is all about. Learn that different thing between the color skin, because you don't always see that. Sometimes you have, you know, whew, so much discrimination and racism oh, yeah. and things like that. You just are bombarded with not just at at home, but on TV and then also the work environment, different places you go. Wow. So have you, you, you said you Absolutely. experienced it. Absolutely. Um, and your family. Um, having been bullied, I've never been, I've never been a bully, but I have been bullied. And I've also been body shamed, which is also bullying. Um, there was a time yep. when I was significantly mm-hmm. heavier than I am now. And I mm-hmm. still refer to myself as fluffy or plus size because in the United States of America, if you wear a size dress over 12, you are considered full-figured mm-hmm. and or plus size. Mm. But okay. women who are bigger than me disagree and mm. would shame me because my reality did not match my weight. When you've been wow. a big girl for so long, you don't see the weight loss that other people see. You don't even understand why your size 16 dresses don't fit anymore because you're no longer a 16. But you've been body shamed <laughs> into believing that you still are. So mm. you start hating the person that you've become because the only reason you lost weight was to become healthy. And now you're and somehow not part of a club that you belong to for a very long time and you could no longer identify yourself as such. And I didn't know that was a thing until it happened to me. Wow. And when um, I have a family full of women who have long hair that is natural and some is store-bought, I don't wear a weave, nor do Mm -hmm. I color my hair, and it's not chemically treated. So when natural became a look that was trending, I was above the curve. This has always been my look. Always been you. Which you would Mm -hmm. think is fine, but people will shame you due to your hair. 
like you said, and it's not just about curls. It's good hair versus bad hair. It is kinky yes. versus naughty. It is nappy versus processed, and it is even the color. Your hair versus weave. And I'm sorry, you yes. serious? I'm like, <laughs> OMG. So everything is the yes. same. Yeah, so there there are really no limits to how people will shame you or bully you. Um, Legendary and I talk about this often because there was a time that I was wheelchair-bound. And during that time, I found myself to be invisible because my line of sight was at Mm. your waist. You're not looking down to engage a person who's in the chair. They're beneath you, literally. So that invisibility was part of me being bullied Unbeknownst to a lot of people, they weren't aware of it, and it wasn't on purpose, and it was still hurtful. Yeah. So whether it's exactly. intentional or unintentional, the pain remains. But that voice needs to be heard, and I know I hear you being an advocate for that. Your voice is definitely being heard tonight. Um, that you said that, so I got to be very mindful. My mom is actually in a wheelchair now, and she lost her left leg back three years ago. I got to be mindful how I talk mm-hmm. to her. I think sometimes, like even with her losing her independence. You know, because she always took took care of the family. You know, five boys yes, and a, a absolutely. girl. She was always a matriarch of the family. So now we're taking care of her to, to the best of our abilities. But not, not how we talk to her and still give her her respect. You know, so thank you for right. you know putting that in my spirit. I got to be mindful. You know, it's something we have to be care. mindful of, and mm-hmm. it's not intentional. Like you said, it's it's not intentional, and it's nothing against you because sometimes you forget. It's just the nature of humanity. Because if you're standing and walking upright and unaided, you just see yourself differently. And it's not that you're superior or better than. It's just different. You notice when people are using a cane to walk or a walker, when they're ambulating in a way that is different from yours, if their gait is hesitated or they're dragging one foot and leading with the other. You notice that. And you somehow, I don't know how it is or what it is, but you find this that there's a look that's associated with that because it, for a lot of years that was me. And I would notice that people would look and I would see that their eyes would meet mine and there would be this look of either shame or pity. And mm-hmm. I wanted neither. I wasn't ashamed of myself, nor do I need your pity. But thank you for acknowledging me and making eye contact. I'm going to be all right. Wow. And by his grace and mercy, I am. But... That's not the case for everyone. I just happened to be in a position that my condition went into remission and made it possible for me to walk on my own steam. But at no point did I feel like my crown was dented or broken or that I was less than a queen. So I just have to make sure that everyone's voice is heard. (laughs) I wanted to do a collaboration with my king, if you don't mind. Yeah, um, All right. the poetry has All to come right. next, and then i got to go because I'm in the middle uh, cooking dinner. This is my Tuesday ritual. My mom goes to Bible study. When she gets home, I like to feed her a hot meal. You were talking about caring for your uh, mom. My mom just started walking a stick to walk with, and since we lost my stepdad seven years ago, I have been her constant companion. So when I travel yes. to work and do spoken word, all over the country, you know, my absence is felt. So I'm trying to get as much in while I'm here Aww. for her every day. And this is one of those days. So um, all right. I got King's Cadence on the line. I want him to start. He's going to read a piece that he wrote. Um, it's it's actually a domestic violence piece. More to, um, King, I want to do the piece that we did on Sylvia Blaylock's um, Poetry in the Raw last night, if you don't mind. All right, Randy. 
You still there? Okay, I'm pulling it up. I'm okay, pulling yeah, it up he, now. He's, he's going to pull up our piece. And, and you know what I'm going to uh, do. I'm going to accompany his piece with a freestyle simply because the point of view and the perspective needs to be seen from two standpoints. So hopefully the impact is felt and the piece is received in the way in which we plan to deliver it. Um, well, this is the whole again, thing like about, I said, about, about, mm-hmm. go ahead. No, I appreciate the the opportunity and the venue because um, initially you were having a different show tonight, and when you changed the topic to bully, I can't tell you how excited I got because it's a very (laughs) under it really it's a very underserved aspect of domestic violence that people aren't seen in the same way Um, because sometimes and Van even touched on this as well. Um, when you're being abused at home and bullied by a parent or a sibling and you take that energy with you to school or work, other people's lives are impacted by the pain that you're being caused daily. And domestic violence Mm -hmm. does not always equate a husband and a wife or a baby mom and daddy. Uh, It's sometimes children and their elderly parents. And it's sometimes children who are being abused by their parents or being abused by their siblings. So domestic simply means in your domicile. So the place in which you reside, you are being violated. Mm -hmm. There's violence present. So domestic violence needn't be um, a husband and wife couple. I just wanted to put that out there because some people are are unaware of that. No problem, no problem. Randy, are you ready, sir? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm ready. All right, then we are going to um, spit our collab and get out of your way. And uh, once again, I thank you. Thank you. This piece is called The Last Straw. I awake. The sound of kids screaming, if you could just shut them up long enough that I can attempt breathing. Can you just do that? I'm pulling full days and you barely in here cooking. I come home, one in the bone, frumpy clothes, so I'm not really looking. So death do us, huh? I grabbed your nightgown, the dress ruined. These kids screaming, please don't do it. I just pushed their little butts out the room. Where's your control? No one listens as I covered you with hard kisses. Ain't this a trip? They got the nerve to be crying, screaming, and kicking. We married. I don't want to hear what you don't feel like. If I want it, we want it. That's rough sex and chill night. I feel your heart racing beneath as you slid from the bed. Being chased by me, I had to laugh. Oh, I caught you with just one grab. You can't get away from me. I saw your smile turning. My gun in your hand, I felt off about it. Oh, wait a minute. Listen, baby. I was just playing. Can we talk about it? That's so amusing. (laughs) You often laugh when I'm refusing. Now you just want to talk. Uh-uh. See, that time for me passed. About 20 seconds ago, when I found the gun that you forgot about, oh, my God, I have to tell you right now, inside I'm screaming, I'm running around, I have to shout because I know the tables have turned. It ain't going to be no fun tonight because Brady got the gun. I decided that this is the last time you're ever going to put your hands on me and it's not lovingly. Hit me and then hide your hand. Call me a name in front of our children. How can I expect them to see me as a queen when every day 
I allow you to treat me like a peasant. It's okay. I won't regret it. I went to a support group meeting the other day when I told you that I had to do something for the kids, and I didn't get home right away. So you did what you always do, and you decided to ravish me then, too. That's what you're calling it now? No, actually, if I say no, even with you being my spouse, you have raped me, sir. Not one more time in this house. No, I'm tired of them crying on the other side of the door. Daddy, please don't hurt Mommy no more. You telling me to shut up and take it because if you want it, then we want it. You said vows in front of our family, God and our pastor, and I believed you too. I thought that you were going to love me and to death do us part, and if you had your way, this gun would be turned on me and not you. I'm going to end it all. Click the safety off. Click back the hammer. I'm looking at you, and I'm thinking, don't try to talk now. The words won't even come out right. I hear you when you stammer. It's okay. Really. I'm not trying to hurt you. Like you never tried to hurt me. There's an explosion, a flash of light. I smell gunpowder smoke. Could this be? Did I actually end all the violence he's been creating against me? I wake in the hospital the next day. I don't know what to say. East King's Cadence and I'm Gina Storm. Together we're Storm's Cadence. And ladies and gentlemen, that's our piece. Oh, wow. Thank you, guys, I tell you. Now, I don't, I don't know, I know your collabs, but Gina, I know you freestyle. And I yes, know ma'am. You, you, put, you put some feeling into that tonight. <laughs> I didn't hear the piece last <laughs> night on All Point Radio, but wow. Well, it definitely I wasn't was, the same I piece because I freestyled that one, too. So I think it's going to mm-hmm. end different every time I do it. Yeah, but um, of course, one of the yeah. sad things about it is when you're in that position, you never know what you might do. I, I just like to say for the record that I didn't kill anybody. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I went to jail, but but it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't for homicide. <laughs> but, um, yeah, you, you sometimes you same. put in a bad bully. position. Yeah, well, bully, bullying just the same. Yeah. That's why kids take kids take knives to school and guns to school and things like that. Yeah, you know because of yeah. the things that's going on. Or like you said, other and they'll commit suicide. So they're gonna kill you or commit suicide. They they don't find a way out. It's not taken care of right. enough, and they're Self-esteem is they're just crushed, and, you know, hey, it happens every single day. And I thank you for being passionate about that. Thank you for sharing on tonight, you know. Um, you're you're welcome. To sharing thank you for having tonight. me. I really appreciate Absolutely. It. Definitely. Definitely. You guys always support the show. And I'm going to get you guys on in a couple of weeks to dissect that mind of that poet, too. I'm going to get you guys on, but I'm going to have Ms. Tia's Absolutely. As my, as, my, as my co-host. And I told you guys that's what I wanted to do tonight. But you know what? Tonight, this week was necessary. This whole month is necessary about bullying. Also, we don't forget about yes. cancer, cancer uh, month as well, or domestic violence. So you covered everything tonight. I appreciate you so much. Thank you, King Skaters, for being here as well. I appreciate you, brother. All right, your team. All right. So thanks for having me. Get you guys. <laughs> we enjoy you so much. I'm going to enjoy the rest of the show as well, and I've enjoyed it so far. Every poet that came on, I appreciate this. This was beautiful. Beautiful. Thank you. All right. All right. DJ Till, I'll get you into with your thoughts. We're talking about bullying, DJ Till. I know you have probably experienced some things. Not, you have not a caller. I have, oh, I have a caller. Okay. All right. Let's see. Welcome, welcome callers, DJ Philly Joy on Joy's Hope. Who that pleasure of speaking to tonight? Hello. 
This is Desire. Hello. Hi. Hi. What's going on here tonight? How how you doing tonight? <laughs> I'm I'm doing great. I am doing wonderful. Oh, wow. I really love this... your topic. I, I Thank you. Enjoy it. Well, it's not enjoy, but it's my path. I know my what you mean. My father was very. My father was very abusive to my mother, um, and to us, and that the animals in the house. I make the joke, the statement that my father beat everybody and the dog, and he literally beat the dog, too. Oh, my gosh. Um, mm. Growing up, I was me and my brother, we were bullied because we were Christians. Mm. My mother, we didn't listen to secular music. We didn't, you know, we didn't have money. We all lived in low-income low housing. But, you know, some people splurge and got the, the used jeans and the Jordans. My mother didn't have mm-hmm. that because she was raising four children alone because she lost my father. Um, right. I've lived that scene of what's love got to do with it, where they're on a bus and they're trying to get away. My mother got wow. us from school one day. And the security guard and the, the teacher wouldn't let us out of the class for some strange reason. <clears throat> so she snatched us out of the class. And we're at the bus stop, and we're crying, waiting for the bus to Greyhound, just to get to Rocky Mountain so we can get out of reach. Because at the time, they could stop the bus and get you off the bus. And wow. beating your wife wasn't a, wasn't a bad thing. It wasn't, it wasn't nope. against, it maybe was against the law, but it wasn't, the law wasn't up It wasn't, no, it wasn't. Uh-uh. Yeah, no. And like I said, growing up being bullied, and in the plan of dozens and all that, it gives you a tough skin, but mm. also either you become a victim or you become a predator with your yeah. however you deal with it. And I learned to love myself, you know? And that's um, important. I mm-hmm. a, um, that's <laughs> important. So you know what? Um, that's your question. I want to, you said you, you said sure. with your father, but okay, so you're, you're healing. How, okay, so we're talking about solutions. Let's go talk to solutions. So, one of your solutions sure. has been to do to do what for yourself? You said you love yourself, but how did you come to that point and realize that you needed to do that in your life? Well, one is that when I when I had my son, my first child, mm-hmm. I had to make some connections. I knew that I had a I had a violent past, and I didn't want to repeat that. So I started to get counseling. Oh. It started actually started with say I was diagnosed with postpartum depression. And then that stirred, it kind of spilled onto other, other discoveries, you know, about myself. And I started to get help for myself. I can't help anybody if I can't help myself. That's so right. to become That's a better right. parent, to not be that angry father, that repeat that, that cycle, I had to get help. Yes. And I had to learn to, to love myself. You know, the love that I wasn't getting, I had to, because when you don't get the love that you raised with love that you need, you try to you kind of turn to other things to find that love. So, you know, um, I've been blessed in a lot of avenues, and I've been down some dark avenues at the same time. But um, that's how that's how I got through it. I had to I had to find out about myself. I had to learn to do better. If you're not not taught to do better, you know how do you how are you supposed to know? You know that's how true. You, you know so <clears throat> so I had to learn and research and find out about myself. But um, well, that, even that, even that, even to find it out, who taught 
Who told you to do that, though? I mean, deep inside of you, like I'm just, I hear what you're saying. You had to do it, but like, did you see? You seen some signs. You just came to yourself. I mean, it's like it's like uh, one day you wake up and say, "I'm not living right." I don't know. Like, how did you get to that point? Still, well, it, I got to that point because I wanted to be a better parent. I wanted. I knew that I had an anger <clears throat> issue. I knew that my child would not be safe with me because I will repeat ah. what my father did to me. Gotcha. So I because I wanted yeah. to be a better parent. I, I had to be a better person. So I had right. to find out and search out and get counseling. That they gave me the you know, the 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 to know what my triggers are. And when I get to that point where I'm about to lose it, because these children, my child was innocent. He's innocent at this time. Yes. He's totally dependent yes. on me. So if he's crying and falling out and having a fit, I can refrain back. I can go back to my father and, and do what was done to me, snatch me up and just beat me. Within, you know, inch, not once the inches of my life, but I, hey, when you're getting beat, you don't know when it's going to stop. It was hurt. You was hurt. That's right. That's yeah, right. so you I wanted to do better. Well, so that's, that's what triggered mine. Okay. Well, I'm glad that um, you came to that yourself. But that postpartum depression is not nothing. That postpartum depression is no oh, joke. I had, I had postpartum depression with psychosis. I was scared to go outside yeah. with my baby. Unrealistic. Um, images in my head about what was going to happen to my child if I went outside. So, wow. yeah, you know, so I, I made it through and I, you know, I got the counseling. That's, and that's one thing is really taboo in the black and black culture is counseling. You need yeah. to see somebody. Grandma don't know all oh. everything. Auntie yeah. Pooh don't know everything. She's not licensed. Yeah. She's just going on the knowledge that she has. You know, we yeah. Awesome. We lost some good people mm-hmm. that was there to listen. We lost some good listeners too. Sometimes you got you got to talk about we the things did. that's going on and find some people that will listen and also give you some good advice. We didn't we didn't have people that had that good advice then. They've been traumatized themselves a lot of times. What they've been through, not just through slavery, but going through the um, you know, fighting the civil rights movement and things like that, and traumatized right. as far as the different war the wars that were going on as far as in the community too as well. So. Yeah, I appreciate right. you calling on tonight, Desire. I really do, and just sharing your truth because you that's welcome. important that people can receive healing, you know, on tonight. So, anything else you want to say before you get off the line, off the line, and want to hold on for a little bit longer? And sure. I'm the program, I, my, but my, anything else you want to share? My my oh, it's not part. It's just not part of the program. I, I won't do it. I'll wait. No, no, go ahead. What do you want to share? No, I was just going to, I was talking, again, it was talking about the domestic violence and how uh-huh. that forms uh, some form of bullying. And I was just want to share a, a, a moment in time with me and domestic violence and about, from a child's point of view. Okay. okay. You, go ahead, share your truth, no. share your truth, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is, this is my freestyle and I'm not a really great freestyle, but just listen. It was a sunny day, and it was just as hot on the inside of the house as it was on the outside of the house. Not from the temperature of the room, but the tension of my parents. My mother had been beaten for so long that she didn't fight back. But this particular day, I don't know what got into her, but she fought back. I remember her grabbing the belt. By, he, had, he had the belt wrapped around his hand like a whip. My mother grabbed the belt, and she, this look on her face, I remember me and my brother standing there, like, 
what is going on? We're so accustomed to seeing it, but this time it was different. She fought back. I mean, she fought back. She grabbed that belt and she swung with both feet, hands, and she fought back. And all the time she kept saying was, run, run. We were so scared. My father had terrified us so terrified us so much that we were taught not to move. If he said the house was on fire and he said, don't move, we were so scared of him that we would not move. My mother screaming, run, run. My father screaming, don't you move. Don't you move. I'm terrified. I couldn't help it. My mom, the look on her face was like a wild animal, scared for her life. She says, run. We run. I grab my brother and we run for the bathroom. I can see that I can hear them bumping against the wall like the, the walls coming down. She was fighting for her life. And she was fighting for our life. So we on the bathroom. And she's bumping against the door. He's throwing her against the door. But this bathroom has two doors. There's one on the side and one on the other side. So we grab and we run for the door. We run for the other little house. And this is what I think is really funny. His mother was abused by her father viciously. It's a generational curse. She sees her son beating on his wife, and all she can say is, Michael, you're going to get in trouble. Not, Michael, you're doing something wrong. Don't be, You love your wife. Why are you doing this? But it's something that he was accustomed to. So he beat her all the way from the big house to the little house. We run, and the police finally do come, and that's as much as I remember. Because my life was so tragic that I forgot most of my childhood. I don't have it anymore. It comes in bubbles. So I remember mm-hmm. that for the rest of my life of my father beating my mother down to the point where she fought for her life and for us. And that's my piece. Wow. Wow. That was, <laughs> that was like your truth, what you saw as a child. And I just I appreciate you saying that truth. And if somebody don't come, don't come out of that, you came out of it, and you also got help. So thank you, Desire. Yeah. I, will, I really thank appreciate you, so, you so much for calling and supporting the show tonight. And this, you know, you touched my heart. Um, I'm really, thank you. my heart is just, like, touched. I can't even, whew, <laughs> I can't even really get myself together here because um, I think about when my mom and dad, but my mom actually had two guns in the house. She had a 38 and 22. Mm. We used to call it Annie Oakley. Yes. And Annie gets a gun, and oh my goodness! So I I can only imagine um, that part. But I I did grow up with some fighting as well. But thank you for getting out, yeah. seeking help, and not letting yourself thank be you. bullied in this thank day and age. So all right, right. Hang in there. Thank you. All right. I hope you be listening. We got a couple thank more minutes for the show. I hope you be listening. In. Thank you so thank much. You. Uh, all right, all right. So we got Mr. On Point. Uh, are you on point, Mr. On Point? You ready? You have another I'm on point. You have another point. You have another caller. You have another caller. All right, Jill. All right. All right. Mr. On point. Yes, ma'am. I'll get you on next, okay? All right. All right. All right. All right. Welcome, caller. This is DJ Philly Joy for Joy's Hope on tonight. Thank you so much for calling in. Who do I have the pleasure of speaking to on tonight? How are you this evening? Divine inspiration. Hey, how you doing, Paul? What's going on? How you feel? Hi. I got you guys in here. To get back in time. Wow. Wow. Just back in time to get on and get a chance to 
Let me know you're out there. I've seen you on the, on the event page, but I couldn't. I uh-huh. was working the music as well, looking at the boys, but I'm not working the boys. But I'm, I've got, I'm all over. I'm just like, I'm going to concentrate on the show and on the ones that call to support the show tonight. And I know that you have to just take a deep breath and relax a little bit. <laughs> to get back in on the line. I, I've been, so. I was listening while I was walking. I heard King Cadence, right. a storm Cadence, and uh, Desire. Desire really touched me with that story and, and that uh, yes. Yes. freestyle she did. I couldn't talk. I'm, I'm, I only. I couldn't say I lived what she lived, but I could talk about a little bit of it. But nothing like what I think she experienced, because it's like it was like a way of life, and it was too much to even bear. So, but talking about bullying tonight, brother Paul, what you got to say about bullying tonight? You ever experienced any bullying in your life, and your thoughts um, about that, and then things about solutions? Mm-hmm. I actually have a piece about bullying, um, but mm-hmm. I experienced it in a small degree. I grew up pretty much in a black neighborhood, but I had a lot of, uh, uh, a few very close white friends. And um, mm-hmm. I used to catch a lot of grief, you know, about being an Uncle Tom. You know, I was the only black on the gymnastics team, you know, so I had a little bit of that type of stuff to go through. But okay. I, I also had a, a mean streak in me. So the bullying mm. wasn't too, too intense because I would act out. You know, and I think that may have come from some things that happened in my childhood, both watching my, my, my father beat on my mom and uh, a few other incidents that wow. happened growing up. So, wow. So that, that, that gave me a little, a little protection, I guess you could say, from the bullying. Um, it wouldn't go too far because <laughs> they knew Paul ain't have good sense. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, you was hot. You was hot tempered, huh? You was hot tempered. Yeah. Like, so yeah. They, so they can't Just be a wee dad, bit. Your dad. Just a wee bit. I, now dad was pretty crazy thing. He was a pretty um, mild mannered guy until he started drinking. Mm-hmm. Well, and that that, was that's where his. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He get to drink, and then he was an evil. Wow! But, uh, so mom ended up. She had to leave. Mom, and, you know, she raised the three of us without him. You know, but I think that the anger that I had towards him for putting his hands on my mama carried over into, you know, into adulthood. Really, I still sometimes struggle with a little anger or anger issues. But uh, I'm oh. a whole lot better now. Than you were. So you're able to raise your children and have a family and take care of your responsibilities, yeah. you know, regardless of what has happened Absolutely. to you in your past. Absolutely. Um, the bullying, so you didn't experience bullying, bullying. You said a little bit in high school. You said you, you had a couple of white friends in the neighborhood, you, you know, mostly black neighborhood, but you had some friends with you on the gymnastic team. That didn't protect you from some bullying that was happening, you said. So the black kids well, um, of you? Like I'm trying to find out like where did the bullying? Uh, you know, I don't know. I, I, you know, they used to call At one point they were calling me Brainiac, you know, but then the Uncle Tom <laughs> thing because, you know, I had the white friends and, you know, my mother was a, a school teacher, so I didn't have any choice but to do good in school. <laughs> so I had to deal oh, with her. Ah. So. Uh-huh. 
I heard that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, not playing. I but it all that. culminated. You know, it took all of what I went through to to be who I am today. And I'm okay with that. So, you know, so I may so had I not be, gone through that, I may not be who I am. Got you. Some of your solutions from your experiences would, would be some of your solutions you think that we could do to help prevent some of this bullying going on today. Speak up. Speak up. Mm-hmm. No one should ever be uh, accept bullying in silence. You know, um, there's. You know, I, I know that. It particularly in, in the African American community, uh, the, the thought process is don't snitch. But if there's somebody in your school that's putting their hands on you, that's stopping you from doing what you need to do, then by golly, you need to talk about it. Yeah. You, know, you can't do that alone. Mm-hmm. No. That's right. And, and, and I know I have a. The second solution is never, ever, ever think that it's something that you deserve. Wow. So a lot of times I think it's self-esteem issues, too, with people that are being bullied as well and also being bullied at yes. home, that are going to bully and being bullied at school. It's like they think it's a way of life. That's like the norm for them. But it's not a norm, and it's not right. So I, I hear you. I do. Yeah. And so, if you have, the, well, I, I have a piece called It Must Stop that talks about bullying. Okay. Go ahead, Paul. You can share. Thank you. It must stop. Something new but not new is in the news these days. Something traumatic and on the rise, although sadly enough, this traumatic thing is often ignored right before our eyes. Children today are being targeted in many ways from many an ungodly source. And if if it isn't addressed and checked, more violence may be the only recourse. Our children are the victims of bullying, a practice that is far from new. Physical torture, psychological attacks, verbal abuse are amongst the the damaging things that bullies do. But what is new is the lack of action from parents and educators, too. This is completely unacceptable. Schools should never be a battle zone. And without a united front and action, our children face these atrocities alone. I know that within the black community, it's taught that we must stand up and fight. And trickle down from that thought process allows bullying to creep in out of sight. There is no reason for a child to battle fear when education is their goal. And with silence as the outcry from us all, lack of education for our children is what unfolds. And if it isn't already hard enough for them to gain education from a system that ignores the needs of the Nubian nation, lack of funding, lack of teachers, lack of materials, the list goes on and on. We cannot allow bullying to remain on this list that is crippling our daughters and our sons. Now, I don't have all the answers in this, but answers must be sought. Sitting by idly, turning the other cheek, only perpetuates this mess. We need to rise up and demand protection, demand bullies be met with ejection, because in this There should be no compromise for the future of our nation itself is where the damage of bullying lies. How can we expect a bright future to evolve on the back of being traumatized and ill-prepared? Personally, I believe bullying is but another snare set by the prince of the air. 
So how can we sit by idly as if we don't really care? We need to hold the school system accountable in protecting our children. They need to step up their game. And if we as parents and as a community fail or don't stand up against this, our children's innocence will be altered and will never be the same. And if that occurs, it should be an unforgivable sin and a darn shame. And if you are one who is being bullied, don't suffer silently. Tell someone. Let it be known. There is help available, so never feel that you're helpless. Bullying does not just affect you now. The, the, the damage may also affect you when you're grown. Please, I beg of you, do not suffer this in silence. The power of life and death lies upon the tongue. Speaking out against and reporting, reporting bullying may save your life and another child who feels they must suffer bullying alone. This growing violent trend of bullying must be stopped. Our children are the ones who pay the price. I ask all of you to join me by praying for a solution. In the name of Jesus the Christ. That's that peace. Wow. Thank you, Paul. Taking the time. My pleasure. Divine, divine inspiration and our, all the, the, the artists that came on tonight. I know you, I had you guys coming up for another show, but y'all bullying. Y'all had y'all had your mind on that bullying too. I was like, they still came on to <laughs> to get their <laughs> share their thoughts on this. And you guys have a responsibility to keep on getting that word out. You are writers, you're artists, you're out there, and you got a voice. And you guys put it so eloquently to get this message out that it needs to stop. It definitely needs to stop. And I definitely appreciate Absolutely. appreciate you sharing your truth with with me as well on tonight. And uh, keep on doing what you what you do. All right. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Thank you, Paul. God bless you. All right. God bless you, too. All right. Mr. On Point, I'm going to get you on here as our CEO. We have this is anti, this is Stop the Bullying Week. This is a monumental thing for On Point Radio this week. All the programs are talking about bullying. We have guests that are coming on. Uh, we had guests last night. Maya and her mom on last night. And as also my CEO will be on. What are you doing this week, Mr. On Point? How are you doing tonight? Mr. On Point, are you on point? All right. I can't talk right now. I'm going to get this selection that I wanted to put in for y'all earlier because I know we need this, and um, there's a song that, that's out there that I know we need more of this. I'm going to share this right now because I think that uh, I was getting this out here. We need more of this. So I'm going to put this out here. There's a song I want to share. My CD Wonder piece I'm going to share with y'all now. Thank you.
all right, all right, people. We want to let that go ahead and end. We got our CEO, Mr. On Point, to go on, ready to talk. I believe. Let me just All right. All right. Yeah, I'm here. Point. All right. How you doing? I'm here. Sir? I'm in the building. All right. All right. Um. Had a lot of great artists on the line. Was changed the show, and I know that uh, <laughs> so now the poetry program, but they all called in to support the program on tonight. I really appreciate the artists that came on. So this is um, you know, I stand against bullying. So how you doing? Um, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. How about yourself? I'm good. I'm feeling good. Cool. Cool. Um, yeah, so I just found out today that my sixth grader, you know, got pushed down the other day. Don't know if it was an accident or whatever, but um, from what I, I was told today by, you know, her mom, she didn't tell me this, so I don't know what the situation is, but I can't wait to find out tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't, I don't play that game. Like, when it come to mind, go get your fucking mother, go get your father, go get your brother, go get your uncle. I don't give a damn who you get. Because when it come to mind, I'm going all out. You know what I'm saying? As ignorant as that might sound. As ruthless, reckless, foul, immature, violent, whatever. You, when it comes to mind, I'm going to be that way. Period. I'm defending mine. I don't play with nobody grown as adults. I don't play with nobody else's kids when it comes to mine. So I'm going to find out what the situation was or, you know, what happened. And then I'm going to tell my daughter right there in front of the principal, the teacher, and this little girl, if she ever step in your face, you better knock her motherfucking head off. And I know, Joy, that this is your show and you don't do all of the the cursing and just you know you're lovely loving and and, and positive <laughs> when it comes to mind damn all that shit damn all uh-huh. i'm going all out cash it or sell feel me i done had too many situations mm-hmm. in my life occur that was life-threatening for me to fear or care any damn more when it come to mind so i'm going to just like that you better knock her motherfucking head off her shoulder Period. I don't care about the don't fight violence and don't teach it. No, you better stand up for yourself and you better make sure everybody that's around know not to fuck with you. Period. So I can't wait to get there tomorrow. And I'm still going to get my bullying speech on Thursday because I'm not (laughs) telling her to bully. I'm telling her to stand up to the bully and knock her motherfucking head off her shoulders. I don't give a damn who child it is. When it comes to mine, I don't give a shit about your child. My job is to protect mine. I don't give a damn what race you are. I don't give a damn what sex you are. When it comes to mine, protect yourself. Because if you don't, they'll continue to do it. And I heard somebody say that tonight. And it's the oh, truth. Yeah. So you set that same. tone immediately. Now, if it was an accident and she ain't apologized, she better apologize tomorrow, or you still better knock her motherfucking head off. So do they That's have a policy? Well, just, I don't. I don't like I, that. I don't like that. I don't I like know. bullying. I know. 
at all. I know. I hear your passion behind no it. Sense. No shape, fashion, form, age, gender. I don't create. I don't care. I don't like bullies. So when it comes to mine, I'm ready to knuckle up and square up with whoever they bring up there when we sit down. We can sit down and have a conference like, like civilized people, mature adults, or we can go street with it, whichever way they prefer. Because at this moment, when it comes to mine, I have to set that example. I can't tell you to knock my head off if I'm going to sit there and be Dr. King. No, I'm going Malcolm X on your motherfucking ass, period. So the people that's out there listening, you may, uh, listen, I'm sure I am in rare form tonight, but this is who I am. I was going to say. Especially when it comes to mine. So when you can imagine how I felt, here's here's where it pissed me off at, Joy. She didn't tell me. And this is why she didn't tell me. Because she know how I get, she know how I am, and she know what I'm going to say. I got a pair of boxing gloves in my in my in my uh, closet in my living room. If she don't knock her head off, guess who you coming home to? Guess who putting them gloves on? And I'm going to knock your damn head off. Seriously. Well, can I, can I, can I say to you? you mm-hmm. Can I say to you this? Go ahead. But I went, I went through that, just like you're, the anger that you had, I had with my mom and my dad. My mom had two guns. So I think that set me up for a lot, a life of not wanting to see that. Now, I'm not going to say that to you about how you teach. I know about yours and yours, but you can't say how your children going to be. But sometimes we allow those things to come into our life because we don't want the conflict, because we saw what the conflict did to our, our father and our mother, how they reacted and responded. So we got docile behind it, and we took those things. So be, I know you're going to be mindful of that. You're an educator. You've been there, done that. I don't know what kind of laws they got at the school where it's the parent come in with the violence. They're going to All that shit go out the window when it comes to mind, Joy. I hear you. All that goes out the window. You talking to a brother with a bullet in his liver. You talking to a brother who niggas tried to kill uh-huh. and killed my 15-year-old cousin. So I, all of that goes out the window. You understand what I'm saying? When it comes to mine, if there's other people's children, yes, I can be that peacemaker, that mediator, all of that. When it comes to mine, defend yourself at all, any and all costs, period. And that's not, that's just not mine. That's anybody. If you're being bullied, defend yourself. Some right. things you can't just talk, sit and talk peacefully about, Joy. And some niggas, you just can't talk peacefully to at all. Because a nigga going to be a nigga. And, 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 and here's what I found, both as a teacher and as a parent. The apple don't fall far from the tree. So the ratchet-ass parent come up acting just like the ratchet-ass child, and they got to be handled fucking accordingly. Period. There's a time when Malcolm was peaceful with his, and there's a time when that AK came out. And it's the real is real. So people that's on the line that may be getting offended or maybe getting a little, you know, whatever the case may be, overstand something. I know you'll feel the same way about yours. Right. So let's talk about the lady that was on last night. About Let's recap on our bullying week this week, and let's get to what you're doing on Thursday. Yeah. And that's crazy because now in my speech that I'm working on for Thursday, I feel necessary. I feel obligated to to tell, you know, 
this crowd of people who's, who's going to be listening and, and viewing, you have a right to defend yourself. I'm not going to leave that out the bully speech. I'm not. I'm not no. I, listen, that's the one thing about Dr. King I couldn't stand. You letting people throw bricks, bottles, stones, anything else. You talking about turning the other cheek while you getting a medical bill. We not doing that. So at any and all costs, you have a right to protect yourself and defend yourself. Uh, stand up against any bully. I'm, I can't. Del- I can't see myself delivering a message, Joy, of just everything is so peaceful. I can't see myself delivering that message because the bully will keep smacking you upside your head and laughing as you trying to keep it peaceful. We're talking about so using I the resources that I you can't. have, though, to I fight can't. it. We're talking about using the resources you huh? have. You said on one one thing you said before or last night about going to the proper resources, too, as well, and getting those things taken care of. We discussed that as far as going to the education. You know, you heard mm-hmm. You heard what the little mm-hmm. girl last night said from Sincere Heart, Maya, right? Maya Curry Bay. Yeah. You heard what she said. Mm-hmm. I went to the teachers, wasn't nothing being done. I went to the principal, wasn't being nothing done. See, I was a teacher for 15 years, Joy. Them kids don't even care about the teachers. They're threatening the teacher in a heartbeat. That's true. So That's unless true. your presence is felt, unless you make your presence felt as a parent to that child, to that child's parent, to that teacher, to that principal, unless you make your presence felt to all of them across the board, they're not going to get any results. That's why when anything happens with my children, that principal right on the phone and call me because they know they're going to see me. And more importantly, they know they're going to hear my voice and my mouth. They don't want that. So can can I ask you a question? I know my rights. Sure. Um, so since she didn't tell you this first situation, are you going to sit her down and ask her anything else that happened that she didn't tell you? No, because the, school. the second time this happened. The second? I wanted, I didn't hear that. I heard that was the first time, so now I got more understanding. No, this happened, person? I think, last year. A little boy pulled the chair from under her desk, under her seat, and she fell. And she cried because she was embarrassed. So I made my presence felt then, went to the principal, told him immediately, I don't want no second time, third time, get that parent up here or there's going to be a right. problem. Okay. We're not going to okay. keep doing this every day. So now I'm to the point where I want her to just start fucking these kids up, excuse my expression, and yeah, it could be the anger in me, but I want her to start putting n- n- hickeys on these little kids' heads and, and, and let them understand I'm not to be fucked with. Sometimes that's what you just got to do. I don't want her to turn into a bully, though. But my daughter is just like the little girl last night, Maya, from Sincere Heart. She's very loving, very out. She is. She's just like, you know what I mean? She's very peaceful. Mm-hmm. She's friendly. Mm-hmm. And she don't get that shit from me. And that's one of the reasons right. our mother and me not together now. We from two different I don't I don't like people. I don't deal with this is why. I don't deal with I don't deal well with people. I don't deal well with the different energies, the different attitudes, characteristics. I don't want all of that around me. See what I'm saying? This is why I yep. say to myself, 
I need that inner peace. I, this is why my circle is small. A chosen few are around me. I can't deal with the different attitudes, temperaments, behaviors. I don't. I don't want all of that around me. But her okay. mother, on the other hand, is so. She likes to be around people and meet people and party with people. No, I party and I meet and I chill with my select few. I don't like to get to know people. I don't like to meet new people. I don't like that stuff. Well, we said, I know what you say. I, you I don't like, but I know what's necessary. Bubble. I I got you. I got that's you. That's not necessary we, for me. Yeah, it's not. But that's not for, necessary for me. What we're doing right now is having a conversation. So this is the second time a different person, so I know that you're going to handle it pretty much the same way with the parents up there and have a conversation. Yeah, after I tell her in front of the teacher and principal, if she put her hands on you again, you better knock her head the fuck off. And I want her to go back and relay that message to her parents just like that so then they can come up. Because well, I think I'm they will probably be there. I'm still going to be who I am. Right. Okay. We have to handle the different situations. So let's talk, let's talk about what you're going to be at on Thursday. You're doing a... On Thursday, a, I'll be at 700 Banquet Hall at the uh, Sincere Hearts uh, uh, Anti-Bullying event. And I will be one of the speakers. And yes, you're hearing me right now. And I will be speaking the same way that day. Stand up to bully. <laughs> You just have. You're speaking your. <laughs> you're speaking your fashion, speaking your truth. Pre- real talk. I, I, if people on this line is waiting for to hear me with some Dr. King, I have a dream not speech. Not going to change oh, anything. No. Man, they in for something. They in for it. Well, you no won't one, get a hold no by any means necessary <laughs> speech from me. Yes. But I know that no one went there. Both Everybody had to fight for their rights. We're all fighting for our place and our rights. So you advocate for your family, and I don't, I don't have no problem with that. You know how to handle your business. And I know I hear you talking out of your passion. Right. I, I know when you're going to go for it, and I do believe that you will handle this stuff uh, diplomatically. I know that. So <laughs> I thank you. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. I don't I have love a my CEO. He has so much passion. No. <laughs> yeah. I love my CEO. He has a lot of passion in his, in his conversation, and he's definitely a man of his word. He's going to do what he says he's going to do. But I also know that uh, he definitely will do the things, do what's right. I do know that, too. So thank you, Mr. On Point. And does you want to share before we get off the air? That run. Hmm. <laughs> I might use that. But, uh, yeah. Mr. On Point. Let me find out you're trying to get a record deal as a rapper, DJ Philly Joy. <laughs> now, that's not nice. <laughs> oh, I'm saying so, you over there rapping and stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> good show, though. Good show. Everything I, I heard tonight, I, I was feeling. You know what I mean? So this was a a, a, a real a great show, man. I'm glad the people showed out for you tonight, called in and represented. And tomorrow night we'll be having uh, Sidora Brown on, Sidera Brown, who's the author um, of I'm Here, an anti-bullying book. She'll be on tomorrow night being interviewed by us as well. So listen, people out there that's listening, 
enjoy. I just want to get this, this little disclaimer, and I'm done. Um, yes, you All heard right. what I said tonight, and I meant every word. This is my children I'm talking about. I don't play with mine, and I'm sure the listeners out there don't play with theirs. So, DJ Fully Joy, good show, and um, I'm out. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate you so much. So, you heard us here talk, talking with passion. We got a whole week of, of bullying programs on. We have Thoroughbreds that will be on on Thursday night, Thoroughbreds that with DJ Chill. DJ Chill, you got something you want to say to the listeners that are still on the air, if we can get off the air? DJ Till? Yeah, what's up, girl? Um, yeah, there's a lot there's a lot going on, you know what I mean, with the bullying thing. And um some people they can't handle it. Like I was saying the other day to the young lady that was on some show that you're gonna have to change your demeanor. Like you gotta act like you're not there. In other words, you know, like I said before, if you never met somebody and he says something about you would it affect you? And I say that to my kids all the time. And they're like, no, basically like, you know, if somebody says, yo, you're a nut or you're this and you're that, if you don't know them, it don't affect you. But when it comes from your friend or somebody that you um, are highly concerned with, then things, you know, really change. You start to get hurt. Your feelings get hurt or your emotions. And then sometimes... If you take time and look, a bully will try to do things to see your reaction. And if he gets you or if she gets you, she got you. So me, I'm a fighter. And that's what everybody got to learn how to do. Just fight. But use your head. T-B-Y-T. Think before you talk. Use your mind. Use psychology. Because everything happens for a reason, but you just don't know why. Is it for you to be strengthened? Because it's something that's coming down the hill? You think what's being bullied now is a problem. Wait until we go to war and they start bullying you then. Because it ain't going to be people of, you know, America that's bullying you. It's going to be people that's not from America that could be bullying you to get information. So, you know, you want to have to learn how to be a soldier Sometime or not, you're going to die strong or die weak. You could be happy. You could be sad. Just put the good things in your heart and just meditate on that, pray, and just keep on looking at the good things because the bad things is always coming and it's getting harder and stronger every day. If you don't believe me, look at the TV. Check out things that's going on on TV. Start being an observer. Look at the TV shows. Look at the damn news. The news got it going on. That's one thing that never will be outdated. The news. They're always going to be number one because they got you. They captivate us. We got to be like, all right, what should I do today? Got to watch the news. Got to see the weather. Okay, what else is going on? Damn, I can't go down that neighborhood. Really? So if you didn't see the news, you wouldn't know what's going on in that neighborhood, and you might just walk right through and don't even think about nothing until you see the damn news. So, you know, figure it out. But since time is running short, Got to play fly by. Talk to y'all people when I walk to, you know, Thursday night thoroughbreds. Pin number 143341 pound. Kick the girl. Nice show. Thank, thank you, DJ Chill. I really appreciate your support. I appreciate you very much, the CEO. All the ones that came on. I know you were out there saying that you didn't get on, Mr. Boston, Van, Omar, Randy, Gina, Paul. 
so many um, also legendary came on in the very beginning. <clears throat> many of you didn't get into the conversation. I apologize about that. If you didn't push the start too, I apologize that uh, you didn't get time to get in. But I hope that you got something out of the conversation tonight about bullying. We're, we're not for this bullying stuff. It has to stop. And the passion for On Point Radio, we are not playing with this particular topic at all. So we're on all week long talking about bullying all week long, people. And we're going to end the show with my get it excuse together. Me, excuse me. Yes, one more caller. Okay. Welcome, caller. We're going to receive you on the line tonight. We're going to get make up the air, but you got it. Welcome, caller CJ Philly Joy. How are you this evening? Hello. Welcome, caller. How are you? I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm, I'm praising the most high. You know, I got a unique story. When I was in okay. uh, junior when I was in junior high school, there was this guy that was a bully. And he used to bully this guy all the time, all the time, all the time, all the time. But there's one thing about it. The guy that he would bully was a very nice guy. Very nice guy. You would think that bully, you think, you would think that mild-mannered people are weak. Mild-mannered people are not weak. They use wisdom. They stop and they think before they act. And they get fed up and they deal with the bullies. This guy dealt with a bully in a way and put him in the hospital. Put him in the hospital and he got suspended for it. You know, um, I'm going to tell you, I think we as a people have to check our attitudes because sometimes we get into situations because we do things that we should not be doing. You know, we got to remember we have an almighty creator that looks down on us. He sits high and he looks down low. And our attitudes that we have, if we have the wrong attitudes, if we have malice, if we have hatred, if we have bitterness, if we have strife in our hearts, you know, and, and if we have that I don't give a doggone attitude, that F you attitude, you know, the Almighty sometimes allow you to go through stuff and go through stuff and go through stuff. And sometimes your children go through stuff just so he can get your attention. We need to check ourselves. We need to be very careful. Yes, we live in, in a time where where a lot of stuff is happening, but you have to use wisdom in dealing with anything, in any situation. You have to use wisdom. You can't be quick. You can't be quick for war. You can't be quick. Because let me just ask, let me just say something like this. If you got a bully in in a bully in the school, and you go up there and you say what you want to say, all right, and you decide that you want to go to war, then his parent decides that they want to go to war, and they got a whole mob of people. That can put your whole family in jeopardy. You have to think. You really have to think. It's time to pray, people. It's really time to get on your faces before the almighty creator and pray. And we need to talk to Yahweh about our circumstances. Too many of us want to take things into our own hands. Some, we're in this captivity because of the of the sins of our forefathers. You know, most of us in this nation, most of our people that is called, quote-unquote, black, don't even know who they are. We call ourselves the African Americans. We let everybody call us. We let everybody tell us who we are. But we don't even know who we are. 
We don't know that we are kings and priests. We don't know that we are the children of the Most High. We don't know that we are the 12 tribes of the children of Israel. We don't know that we've been in slavery because of our rebellion. And Yah is about ready to bring us out. 400 years it'll be in 2019. And he said that we would be 400 years in captivity in a land and of, a, of a people that was of a strange tongue. We got to be careful not to have the wrong attitude, the wrong disposition where we anger the hand of the creator. Our power, our battle axe is the almighty. When I was 12 years old, I got stabbed being in the area, in the, outside of my neighborhood, going to a drugstore, walking somebody to the store. And I'm going to tell you, nobody can, nobody can do a thing like the creator can do it. I had it in my mind. I was going to get this guy. 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 And my mother just kept telling me, leave it alone. Leave it alone. If you do with it, you're going to jail. If you do with it, you might get killed. Leave it alone. Y'all can handle it better than you can. And when I finally left it alone, wasn't even three, four months. It wasn't, even, it wasn't even a month or so. The guy that stabbed me in my back that was from the gang called 23rd and Atlantic got shot by the gang in the area where I lived in. 21st and Westmoreland Street. They shot in the crowd. They weren't even shooting at him. They just shot in the crowd. He was the only one in this gang that got, got hit with a bullet, and he died. Don't tell me what y'all can't do, and don't tell me what prayer won't do. The problem is most of us don't pray. We don't give y'all his time. We don't go to church. We don't, we don't serve the creator. We're not trying to get right with him, but we'll get out there and do this all this other stuff, listening to this rap garbage, We'll go out there and hip-hop. We'll go out there and party and dance and club. But how many of us are raising our children up to know the Almighty Creator, that he provides protection for his? You, need, you, want, you want the bullying to stop? Get your children in the house of the Creator. Serve the Almighty and see what the Almighty won't do. That's my suggestion. That's my suggestion. Martin Luther King had it right. He just didn't know the right kind of prayers to pray. Thank you for your listening here. Wow. I I, I hear what you're saying, good brother. I hear what you're saying, but I ain't buying what you're selling. You know what I'm saying? Because I know for a fact, I, I don't know who you are, but I know if it was your children involved, you would you you would feel some type way too. See, it's always easy to speak like that when when it ain't you directly. You dig me? But when it's you directly, you get affected and you get a whole different perspective, and we we'll see a whole different side. I'm almost certain. You know what I'm saying? Because one but, thing mm-hmm. for certain, two things for sure. We don't play when it comes to our flesh and blood that we put on this earth. We ain't just gonna sit back and let nobody put hands on them and bully them. We're not going to do that. Now, I done did it the way that you said. You know what I'm saying? I done went to the principal when this happened the first time. I didn't and say principal. So this going? I'm not going to let this keep on happening to my child, and I'm going to get on my child. Let me explain something to you, right? When I was a young boy, 
little. I think I was in like second or third grade. This little this little dude was bullying the whole class, right? So one day I went home with tears in my eyes. And this one my mother and father were still together. And my father asked me what happened. And I told him. He stood me on the bed and he punched me directly in my chest and knocked the wind out of me. And he said, I'm taking you to school tomorrow, and you better beat that little boy ass right there, right while I'm standing there. And sure enough, is my name is self-unknown, and my government and everything else on my life, I, he took me to school that next day, and I whooped that little boy ass right on the front lawn of the school. And this is from a band that I watched hang another man on the telephone pole. My father was quiet. My father didn't bother nobody. No, even though he left and wasn't part of my life for many, many years, I was there to watch him hang a dude on a telephone pole when they had them hooks coming out the light poles or telephone poles. I remember that. He ain't play no games like that caller said before. You know what I mean? The quiet people, you got to watch out for because they handle their business. You know what I'm saying? So at this point in time, that's what I teach my children. You know what I'm saying? You go, I, t- I send you to school to learn to get your little watered-down education that they're giving you. And I hear you with the prayer and all of that, but you talking to a brother with a 380 slug in my liver, ain't nothing happened. I don't know what's up with that other brother, and I personally don't care. I'm just going to make sure it don't ever happen to me again. You think what I'm saying? The, the niggas that shot up my Jeep trying to get at me but got at my, my but end up hitting my little 15-year-old cousin, ain't nothing happened to them. Not that I know of, and I don't care. As long as I don't let that situation ever happen again, you dig me. So I hear what you're saying, but I ain't. I ain't buying what you're selling. You dig me? I'm not buying what you're selling. It's a time when you have to defend yourself. Period. You know what I mean, you have to defend yourself. You can't always turn the other cheek. And I think, and and like you said, I think Martin got that later on too. Look what he did. He turned his other cheek. He still was murdered. Where did it get him? Malcolm said, well, I'm going, I'm Malcolm going, I'm going, I'm going. Self-defense. And, and it got him killed. But you know what? He, he fought with self-defense. So if you're going to go out, you might as well go out with the bank. Okay. Now let me, now let me reply to that. First of all, it's not anything I'm selling. I'm telling you bare facts. I'm telling you what happened. I'm telling you exactly what happened. The guy got killed. I'm still out. I'm still walking the street. I haven't spent a day in prison in my life. I have children that I took that approach with. You know what's happening with them? All three of them been in jail. All three of them. I took that approach where you was at. I took that approach. My wife can tell you. I went down to the school and told them to pick up a stick and knock somebody in the head with it. But you know what? It put something in them that was going to wind up making them go around the wrong direction. Now you got them having, they got records. I got a, I got a son right now, right now in federal penitentiary because of that same kind of mindset. But when you take the time, when you get to know the Almighty, and when you get to praying and seeking Yah's face, when you get to have a relationship with the creator, you'll see his hand move. You'll see his hand move. Martin Luther King, 
He had a specific job he had to do. And what did he say? I'm not fearing no man. I'm not fearing no man. He was saying that he was not afraid of the death that was coming his way. He knew that that was the will of the, of the Almighty for his sake. And, why, and, and look what everybody has gotten so far from his fight. He fought. He fought, and he fought a nonviolent fight. He fought a nonviolent fight, and look how far we have gotten. I got news for you. If we had went to gloves, we had went to gloves with them bad boys out there. Trying, I'm not, with, them, with them Europeans, if we would went to war with them. You know who was going to come out the winner? They were going to come out the winner. We would have been slaughtered, man. You got to have a mind of wisdom. Yahshua, the Messiah, said, in these last days, that for us to have wisdom, for us to have wisdom, be wise as serpents, but harmless as doves. He knows what he's talking about, and this is the creator. So who I'm going to follow, I'm going to follow him. You and I are just plain men. we just human beings. And you know what? Our lives can go one minute one way and go the next minute the next way. But we got to always remember this one thing. There is an eternity where we're going to spend one day. We're either going to spend eternity in the peace of in the peace in the presence of the Creator, or we're going to spend eternity in a burning lake of fire. And you got to make your choice. With that, that happens right here while you're on the face while you're alive, while you while you still got breath in your body. You got to choose to do right. To do right, you can choose to do right. Or you can choose to do wrong. You can choose to teach right, or you can choose to teach wrong. But I guarantee you one thing. According to the word of the creator, if you teach to do wrong and you cause others to do wrong and you wind up going to that place called the lake of fire, guess what? It's not only your torment that you're going to be suffering for. It's going to be the torment of those other folks that you led the wrong way. You should think about that. Well, let me let me say this. I have children too, and none of my children have been not thank the Creator. And yes, I know my Creator. It may not be the the same prayer you pray. May not be the same name you just you you know you refer to him as uh, him he or or, or you know, the Creator at. But I know my Creator, and I have four children, and none of them have been locked up to this point at, at all yet. I mean, two adults, one in twelfth grade. One in sixth grade, and right now I think I'm doing a damn good job raising. But I'm gonna tell you this: there's a part that you're forgetting, also. You know, it's funny how we take the parts of the Bible or whatever book we read that we want to pick, pick and choose verses and and scriptures to quote. But what about an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth? That's in there too. Did, yes, it is. Didn't y'all sure say I'm saying more excellent about right? that part? And all that merely says is. Defend yourself. See what I'm saying? It says obey the laws of the land. And then the laws of the land says you have a right to defend yourself. So we can quote all of these these verses. I know them too. You dig me? So that don't bother me. You know what I mean? What I'm talking about right now is I'm talking about my flesh and blood being bullied and continuing to be bullied because they're going to continue to be nice. And, and you know like I know. The more you're nice and you're being bullied, the more you're going to get stepped upon and stepped Not necessarily. And stepped to until you force 
until you're forced, like that other caller said, that quiet bully that, that put that little kid in the hospital ended up suspended. That was me. I said that. I, I, I said oh, that. That was you. That was me. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, and, and I agree with you right there, because I would, my child wouldn't be in trouble for that suspension at all, because they did just what they were supposed to do. They d- defended themselves, and they sent a message in doing so. So, yeah, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying, but let me explain something to you. I am not the type of individual that's going to walk up to no little child and start screaming and all that. I don't do that. That's why I said while the teacher is there, while the principal is there, I'm going to let my child know she has a right to defend herself, and they're going to know it. So the next situation arrives and she defends herself, they'll know she had the right to do that because they heard it from my mouth exactly first. And foremost, you understand what I'm saying? I'm not telling my child. To I'm, to I'm, I hear I'm what you're saying, bro. And I, to, to a certain degree. Fight fight. I'm telling my child, you have to defend yourself to protect yourself. Because it just, you know what happens, man. Let's not sit here. And, it's all, I hate when people start talking all of this, this kumbaya stuff, and they know what the real is. Once this bully, they, uh, once somebody see this bully bullying this child, the next bully over there going to start bullying that child too, and it's going to be a domino effect. And we keep, we sitting there talking like this don't happen. If we going to be real, let's be real. You see, the Bible is I'm one being... thing. Religion is one thing. But reality and here on earth is something totally different. And I'm going to tell you right here, right now, if my daughter was to defend herself because she was being bullied, she ain't getting written up in judgment in the judgment book for nothing bad. I guarantee you that, especially when it says an I four nine and a two four two. Now I'm going to share a little bit. It go both ways. The, the but the but the Messiah when he came he said I'll show you a more excellent way I know about the I four nine and two four two I'm a Hebrew Israelite I know about the I four nine and the two four two but I also know the message that Yahshua when he came the word of Yah when he came the word that he gave us those were not suggestions those were not suggestions that he that he that he spoke those were those were commandments they were commandments. In other words, he said, do this. So we can't, we can't take and put our will above the will of the creator because when we start doing that, then we're putting ourselves in an idolatrous state. We're putting ourselves as our own God. You see what I'm saying? So when I'm, and when I'm talking about the praying and knowing how to pray, first, in order to know how to pray, you got, that, you got to be able to build a relationship with the creator. When you build that relationship with the Creator, the Word of Yah said He will build a hedge of protection about His people, about His people. Teach your people right. Fathers need to stand up and be fathers and teach their children the laws, principles, and statutes and judgments of the Creator and the commandments of the Almighty. Even the Brit Khalashah, so that people, so that our people will know when they're doing the right thing, when we're doing the right thing, and whether we have the right and, and if, you, if you remember what I said to you, the right attitude and the right disposition. 
the right, there's a time and a place for everything under the sun. Okay, then we know that. But the right attitude and the right disposition and at the right time, things will be done. We, and we need to know, and before we do anything, the scripture tells us before we do anything, we ought to seek the face of the creator about it. What is his will about this? What is his will about this? Too often, too often we as a people, too often as we as a people, we blow up. We blow up and we go out there in full rage mode, not thinking, not thinking, haven't prayed, haven't sought the, the creator's face about anything. And sooner or later we get out there and we start. And that's just when the enemy strikes. And what? The life of the, of, of the parent is cut off. The life of the child is cut off because somebody out there turns around and starts, shoot, starts shooting because guess what? Came out there with the wrong disposition, wrong attitude, wrong at the wrong time. That's how a lot of our little children are out here getting shot up around in the in the, in the, in, the, in the neighborhoods because just like they have the mindset that you have, these other thugs and stuff people got the same mindset. They got the same mindset, and they got and some of them got the worst mindset. Man, they turn around and say, "I'll kill that mf'er." I'll blow his whole family up. I'll set the whole house on fire. Listen, you have to. We as a people have to. We have to get on our faces before the creator and start seeking him, man. We got to start seeking him. We got to start seeking him. We got to start committing things into his hands. We got to start living according to the way he wants us to live so that he will be our our, our battle. This is how he defended our people thousands of years ago. He's the same Elohim. He's the same Yahweh. He's the same one. He's the same one. And he tells us before we do anything, we need to seek his face. What is his will in this matter? Should we do this or should we not? We ought to inquire of him so that we don't go out there Trap going out there, walking through the enemy's trap, and a whole family gets slaughtered. Now, what good is it to do if your whole family gets slaughtered? It's not going to do you any good. I'm simply saying we need to know, we need to get to know the Creator and seek His face about everything. Put everything in His hands. Great point. I hear Great advice. Great point. I really do, Joy. I'm, I'm just going to say this that I've done. I, I, I know we we going past time, but I just want to say this and we done. Because I don't I don't disagree with what you said, brother. I don't. But what I'm going to say is because first of all, I I, I do disagree with this part. This this is not the the, the, the cast that's running around here shooting up things and people and stuff like. Those are cowards. See, because I come from a day when we tied shoestrings and we fought in the middle of the street. You know what I mean? I come from when we had, you had this side on on one side to make sure nobody jumped in. They had their side on one side to make sure nobody jumped in, and you got it in. You know what I'm saying? Violence and fighting has always been a part of life since existence of human beings or animals even. Life, this is part of the, the yin and yang, the balance. You know what I'm saying? You have those who are peaceful. You have those who like the war. You know what I'm saying? And what I'm saying to you is what you're describing is something totally different 
than what we're discussing. We're talking about bullies. We're talking about standing up to bullies. See, because bullying, like a caller said yesterday, is never going to stop. It's never going to go nowhere. It's part of the yin and yang. But the only way you can stop it for yourself is to stand up to it. You can ask God that, you know, yes, the creator said, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. Yes, he did. You see what I'm saying? But he also gave you common sense to not let somebody punch you in the face and keep punching you in the face. I don't think the creator is going to judge you or fault you for blocking that punch and swinging one and throwing one back. You understand what I'm saying now? The, the cowards out here that's just doing dumb stuff because they scared to fight or scared to take a L, so they jump people or they shoot people, that's a totally different conversation and situation. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about, and you're right. You're right. If a situation is handled incorrectly and you handle it with, with, with a violent and negative persona and, and, and attitude, then, yeah, it will, uh, it will increase. You know what I mean? The drama will increase. And then that other person will come up with that thing. But sometimes you got to take this part. Sometimes a child that's a bully is a bully because they watched people that they live in the same household with be bullies. That's what I mean when I say the apple don't fall far from the tree. So sometimes that's true. the parent can come up with just as much as an attitude and bully type of persona as the child has. And you understand why that child is like that child is. One thing I don't do is fault children to some degree. Because children are sponges, so they soak up a whole lot. But then there's just some, we all know that expression, children are mean. Children say mean (laughs) things. Children do mean things. We know this. You know what I'm saying? But the more you, just like adults, the same thing, the more you allow this to occur, the further it goes, when does it stop? It doesn't until you stop it. And that's all I'm saying. When I get up there tomorrow, I'm putting an end to it. And I'm telling my child, you have the right to defend yourself, and you better do it to the fullest because you come home to me. Period. Well, I'm not going to try to tell you how to raise your child, but I'm going to. I'm still going to. I'm still going to take my stand and, and say and say what I said before because one of the things is yes, you got a lot of mean children out here today, a lot meaner than what they were when we were coming up, a whole lot meaner, and 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 you got people that nowadays you go out there and you whoop their behind, they don't come back. They don't come back with fists. They come back with a gun. And this is the reason why I say you have to really, you really have to, you really have to be prayerful. You have to teach your children how to pray because the enemy is out to try to cut us off as a nation, period, period. We got to recognize we don't only have people that are enemies, but we got, there are demonic spirits that get in people, killing up people, shooting up schools, all that kind of stuff, man. All that kind of stuff. Okay. I feel your passion. Listen, uh, okay, okay. Uh, uh, I'm going to say this. Yes, I... jo- jo- Joyce, um, yeah. I did, I, 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 I'm glad I did catch some of, of your show. I'm glad I did catch up some of your show, but I I, 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 I know the parents are hard, and it was, it was a good thing. See, it was a good thing to talk. Uh, you have a great one, all right? Yeah. 
You too. Thank you very much for calling in. Um, that's my husband, you guys. That's Philip Wallace. That's my husband. I'm Joyce Wallace, but you call me Joy, DJ Philly Joy. And my CEO, Mr. On Point, you guys were very passionate. I appreciate the conversation and the dialogue. It was very, even though it was passionate, it was very respectable. You gave each other a chance to talk, and that's what we need. We need dialogue communication about our passion and our feeling about this topic, you know, just about how we handle life issues as well. So, you know, that whole bullying aspect, we don't like it. That's the bottom line. You know, and how we handle every situation before our creator. We're going to do that with passion and purity and trust and hope and honor, hoping that we get out of every situation as we should, as we step through our journey of life every single day. I'm just hoping and praying that we all continue to get it together. And that's how I end my show. You know I love India Ivory, but I love it. I'm hoping that y'all can understand that. Wow. When we go through something, talk about it. Communicate. You know, share. And most of all, I believe in prayer. Let's do it. All right, people. Thank you, everybody, for calling in on tonight. I love you much. Love you much. I hope and you got a lot of the conversation tonight. And DJ Philly Joy. Yes, sir. Uh, I want to say one more thing to everybody. Oh, what's up, Phil? Uh, one thing I want everybody to really recognize, beware of common sense. Because if you don't use it, you might just lose it. That's about it. All right, DJ, to have been in the last conversation. But this is DJ Philly Joy, people on Bullying all week long on On Point Radio. Love you much and keep on praying. Have to hear your heart, yeah. or so 
Point, brother. Yeah, I'm on point. 